Welcome. Here you will hear stories of the unknown, tales of the twisted and terrible that have been silenced. The strange and the transcendent, riddles, secrets. As your guides, we will take you on an expedition where the curtain between worlds is torn. This is The Farthest Reaches. Yes, skanking. Swindle or deceive or dance the skank or perform reggae music. Swindle or deceive. You say dance the skank? Yeah, dance the skank. Sorry, we uh, wonderful. We got to talking about ska music, so you yeah. guys are welcome. And talking uh, about the doing the skanking, yeah, <laughs> you know, they're dancing. Hey, I you feel know like what? It should be skonking. If it's for ska music, it should be skonking. No, 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 no. no that's just, it that bugs the fuck out dumb. Of me. And Matt, quite frankly, if you ain't skanking, you ain't living. Oh, mm. oh, mm. okay. If you ain't skanking, you better be spanking. <laughs> nobody, no, nobody laugh. Nobody laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome <laughs> back to the farthest. Reaches. Hi, I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having yeah. me. Season two. Season two. It's going to be louder. It's going to be even more obnoxious. And <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fucking louder. Yeah, cool. I'm glad we blew your car speakers out. You're going to definitely take that into the shop. But God. yeah, yeah. Here we and are. we're not paying. Yeah. <laughs> you can't prove that we did that to your car. Yeah, it could have been like that early fucking. Oh, fuck. What was it? Uh, dubstep. Yeah, yeah, that was exactly. the word that I tried to think of that this escaped guy, my brain. You know what's funny? I just read like an article that, uh, oh, God, where was it? Yeah. Something like, say, Germany just decided to say that dubstep was actual music. Like, they never thought it was actual music I, until like yesterday. I thought you were going to tell me that like they just discovered it. No. So it's like, you know, like finding it, like they dug it up from there. I'm like, what's with all these shitty old Skrillex albums? What is, what is this? No, because it went into, it's fell into some regulation like, normal um, like venues pay like a 7% sort of tax for music, Jeez. but ones that don't carry music that do something else did a 19% tax, but now since Thanks. dubstep is music, they fall into the 7% tax and not 19 or something weird like that. I was like, the fuck's going on? the people in high school, they're like, yeah, I'm going to become like the next Skrillex to make all this dubstep. <laughs> Like See, I, I just remember all the wannabe rappers. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, those two. <laughs> but yeah. out from fucking Buck Country Nowhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, son. <laughs> where, the, where the streets are hard. Oh, yeah. And the corn hard. is tough. Yeah. The corn is. <laughs> you ate some of that corn fresh off the stock, man? It is tough. Oh, God. But, yeah, we're back and better than ever yeah. for season two of The Farthest Reaches. Yeah. Ooh, we made it a happened. whole year. Dude, I, I can't believe that. 300, well, now it's like 375 And days. you know what? But damn, none of it means anything anymore. You know okay. what? The entire catalog, nothing. It's crap. This season's well, going to be so much better that we're going to like bleach <laughs> this shit off yep. the internet. I'm going to go to our distributor and delete it right now. And it's over. And if, if you didn't listen to it, I mean, you missed out. Get you know, fucked. Listen, live in the moment. Okay. That was then. This is now. <laughs> get with the program. Matt, you look scared. Yeah. I don't know what the program is. I don't know how to get with you know, it. the situation. Same old band, same old situation. Anyway, I'm We're living in a simulation. We are. Same old simulation. <gasps> I want to cover it right now. Perfect. <laughs> but yeah, I'm Brady. We got to my left here. Wyatt. 
Yeah, he changed his name this season. His name's Wyatt now. And then we got Josh. Yeah, I'm not even gonna let you be funny. You're Josh. Josh. <laughs> okay, damn. <laughs> mm. I was I was gonna say Jesus, but okay. I want to say thanks for the mm. awesome. Okay. Thanks for the awesome reception on the uh, listener episodes. You guys are just so yeah, self-absorbed. You're like, oh, hey, we can make these guys read our stories, and then I can hear my story back to myself. <laughs> so, and, be, and our lovely voices. Yeah, exactly. Our lovely narration. Dude, like, you guys honestly, have it's love. gotten so like so much love, and everybody seems to enjoy it. It definitely makes me want to do more. Like, yeah. just straight listener tale Keep episodes. Yeah, sending them in. Who knows? Maybe we can have another one sooner. Maybe maybe we can give you all a nice little Christmas present or something. Ooh. Yeah, we actually have two this episode. We're gonna. We're gonna talk. Ooh, yeah. Say, or am I reading them right now? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, right now. Send the email Just... right now. Watch. We're gonna get like twenty emails right now. Oh, how? <laughs> how? <laughs> oh, this is being live broadcast. <laughs> Not that I know of. <laughs> That's awkward. Without my permission. Mm-hmm. But with the you express know, written consent of Major League Baseball, though. I, oh, oh, so oh, good. Oh, we're good. All right. All right. We're all right. Yeah, good. Cool. Good. Okay. <laughs> so we're playing in like a stadium right yeah, now. We oh, are. Okay. Yeah, cool. So it's wow. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And I know the company Old Dominion is Go the Reds. official Freightliner for MLB, and I service them, so I'm proud to be a part of it. Thank oh. you so fucking much. Thank so you for proud your service, of you. Matt. None of this matters. <laughs> <laughs> is this like a sports podcast? Right? It is. Okay. Yeah. It, can, it can be. You know, I can see Brady doing a sports podcast. Can we podcast. talk about how awesome Joe Burrow is? Can we talk about be. how the Steelers well, almost lost to a third-string quarterback? Can we talk about how Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger has, like, coronavirus? Okay. Really? I think he, I'm pretty sure he does. Oh. I think he's going to miss the game this weekend. Brady, yeah. I'm going to give you 15 seconds. <laughs> Just talk about whatever you want with sports. And go. Guys, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. Have you ever heard Joe Burrow? <laughs> Joe Burrow. Hey, Joe Burrow. That guy, Joe Burrow, he's pretty good. You ever watched him play football? <laughs> Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. Okay, I think I'm done. I think, right. I think oh, I made my okay. point. Okay. I'm um, efficient. I'm very he, efficient. He is good. Okay. It's a I'm, shame that he has to play for the Bengals. Yeah. Oh, it, it sucks for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were right. It's great for me. It sucks for him. I thought you were going to give like an instruction, like tutorial about it, maybe like ball in hand and like ball through air and then no. the other person catch it ball no. in hand no. and like how the game goes. That's not but how he just stated a name about not, 17 times. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> you, okay. This guy, this guy, he just described a lacrosse. <laughs> No. Who watches lacrosse? No. The ball's not in the hand in lacrosse. Yeah, but the it's thing, in, but it's the in thing. The thing. It's, in, it's in the lacrosse thing. <laughs> the lacrosse, the lacrosse stick. The, the la- <laughs> yeah, I don't actually know. Is it any? Does it actually have a name other than lacrosse stick? Because that's what no. I've always heard it called. It, you know, I don't know. If you la- if you play lacrosse, lacrosse please send us your emails <laughs> into Google. I will. I do know this. It, okay, I typed in lacrosse stick, and it just came up with a lacrosse stick or a cross is used to play the sport oh, okay. of lacrosse. So, Wonderful. I, I do know this, too. Simple. Joe Burrow, if he played lacrosse, he'd be the best lacrosse player ever. So Really? Man, this has really gone nowhere. I'm really? sorry. Maybe we should get this yeah. back on the road. you really going to stick with that statement? Yes, I absolutely will. Right, um, fair enough. I will say he did have some Patrick Mahomes-like uh, avoidance so the other day, so good. that was good. Why didn't you talk about Cam Newton? Because he sucks. Yeah. He's mm. awful. Okay, okay. Mm. He, he just but, wants to try to be fucking, uh, oh, what's the... Uh, Ravens quarterback, uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's trying to be him, but he can't. This actually do is it. turning into a sports podcast. Let's <laughs> stop. I'm so sorry. Brady's like, wow, Josh knows football. I know. I'm like, if I could talk to somebody, um, yeah, I don't leave my house. I don't leave my house all that much anymore. So, um, before um, we get into anything else, though, social media, we're on it. Well, the farthest reach, I'm not, but the farthest reaches is. <laughs> yeah, TFR, yeah, TFR Pod official on Twitter. Uh, the farthest reaches on Facebook and Instagram, and there is a Facebook group. Answer three simple questions to get uh, accepted into that group. Yeah, you got to or rejected. Maybe we don't like your answers. Yeah, you know, you have to cross the bridge and answer the uh, 
troll. Yeah, troll. you have to pay the, the troll the toll troll, to get in this boy's troll. hole. Yeah, pay the troll toll. To the get in this boy's hole. To get into the butthole? Whoa, the you boy's hole. The troll toll into the butthole? Troll toll, what'd you say? Hey, stick, Am stick I the only one sports. here that watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Stick, stick with sports. Stick with sports. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, all and I know if from you want Sunnies is trash, man. And if you want to email us at the farthest reaches podcast at gmail.com, then do so. Yeah. In fact, I'll also leave us reviews on uh, Facebook, on Apple Podcasts. If you have an Apple device, um, follow us on Spotify, wherever podcasts are found. But to Matt's point about the emails, we actually have a couple emails. Yes, we yeah. do. Yeah. And we'll read them. We will read them. Uh, yeah. So if you want to see us, you know, on the front page of like Apple Podcasts, for instance, then please review us. Yes. Yeah, Let it us helps know that we're us doing great. So much. We'll or bad. It. We'll Does not it. matter. Yeah. We'll read your we'll read your review on the next episode if you leave it between now Express and then. your yeah. love or hate for us. That's true. Yeah. If you got primarily an, love. If you got emails about any kind of cryptid out there or any sort of weird phenomenon you cannot explain, send it our way. We will be glad to read it if uh you're okay with that. And if you have any, I don't know, articles you come across or be like, hey, you know, I heard about this thing. Could you guys maybe possibly research that? We'll be glad to look into it. Really. Uh, it's great to engage with fans. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think I'll take the first crack here. Our first email comes from Lauren. Lauren. And she actually sent one in our Listener Tales episode. Yeah, she was the one with the uh, historic house, correct? She was. Oh, the really awesome one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they were all good. Sorry, maybe I should set that on the recording. Oh, wow, look at that. Look at that. I can hear people closing out of apps right now. They were all really good. I'm they, sorry. They were, I really like that I story, I get what Brady though. means. Though. It was really good. And the way that she told the story, yeah. it definitely helped paint a picture. It was true. Yeah, no, the, was, your, her writing Yeah, the writing style was, was fucking yeah. phenomenal. Fantastic. So it says, greetings farthest reaches. Since you guys liked and respected my family's ghostly experiences so much, I thought about it, and I've decided to share one more experience of mine. Woo! It happened to be both directly and indirectly, and involves the real historical figure of Zabdil Boylston. We all know who that is. I mean, that no, goes without God, any yeah, explanation, geez. I assume. God, yeah. I, he, they did that thing. <laughs> I'm just going to keep staring at you motherfuckers till you laugh, because <laughs> you have no idea who I'm talking about. Yeah, they did that thing at that I one point do? in history. Brady, who is it? And if you say Joe Burrow one more <laughs> fucking time. Go ahead. You, you Sam Newton. L- listen. You set me up. Fig Newton. And there's Tom nothing brother. There's nothing else I can answer besides the obvious now. <laughs> Moving on. Hold Joe on. How do, you, how do you pronounce this? I'm going to look him up. <laughs> Joe Burrow. <laughs> it rhymes, dude. It's easy. But let me just say, Zabdiel Boylston, Boylston is an American physician and the first inoculator for smallpox in the United States. Did you know that uh, Joe Burrow was born in December 10th, 1966? <laughs> 1996, sorry. <laughs> so the first inoculator for smallpox. A L- little disease, little disease known as smallpox. What year was that for? I don't care about Zabdiel Boston anymore. What, what was that about Joe Burrow? What Summer, year was that? Yeah, 1996. Wow, he's younger than he's me. He's a young man. God, yeah. he makes me feel like shit now. He just got out of college. I don't yeah. follow football. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Can we, can we get back to the listeners? Yeah, story? anyway. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> God, rude. <laughs> so like my last email, I'll give a little background. Zabdiel Boylston was born in 1679 and died in 1766. So not 1996. No. He was a doctor in Boston and is famous for being the first to perform smallpox inoculations in America. I've said before that I study history and I read about Zabdiel back in early 2018 in a book called The Fever of 1721 by Stephen Koss. 
Fast forward to July 2019, two friends and I take a trip to Boston. It was Ship more it out to Boston. Ah, oh. oh, come on. Oh, okay. I see, I see what you're doing. Thank you. Sorry. There wasn't no violin or anything, so it threw me off. You two are incredible. Dropkick Murphys. <sighs> that had no energy to it. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I dropkick you. <laughs> it was more their idea than mine, but since I love history so much, they wanted me to tag along and set up a historical itinerary for them. I was happy to. My friend, I'll call her Kate, and I arrived at our Airbnb first. We had about an hour and a half to kill before Kate's friend arrived. We're a bit outside the city center, so I Google search for nearby graveyards or historical houses to explore while we wait. As you do. As you do. Sure enough, there is a graveyard nearby. Ooh. When we arrive, the graveyard is small but very old. Lots of beautiful colonial New England grave motifs. As we explore, I notice some of them say, died of smallpox, and they trigger my memory about Zabdiel. As we're taking pictures, I begin to tell Kate about Boston, the smallpox epidemic, and of course, Dr. Boylston. I do my best, but it's been a year since I read the book. She asks, where is he buried? In the moment, I said, I can't remember. He might not even be in Boston. Go ahead, Josh, because I heard that <gasps> <That's gasps> every sorry, time. Like, oh, like, you paused and I was like, oh, but I was going to say, like, I kind of forgot that, like, back in the day, they would put what people died of on the headstones. Yeah. yeah. You don't see it. Like, you really don't see that anymore. Like, I don't know why. Like, I find that kind of interesting. Yeah. I wonder why they cared to stop that or maybe why they did it in the first place. I don't know. Can mine just be like, you know, got fucked or something like that? Something simple, <laughs> well, short and sweet. Part of me wonders, too, because, I mean, you know, back in the day, you had a lot of grave robbing. So maybe it had something to do with, you know. This like a scare tactic well, almost. Yeah, like this person died of a disease. So ah, don't dig maybe? up their body and maybe. steal their watch or whatever. I if, mean, uh, I'm just not. throwing shit at the wall. So, I mean, if it's Oh, just like my cat fucking <laughs> threw shit at my drawer? Yeah, yeah okay. you totally missed this. So, not to deviate from this email here, but Brady, <laughs> we're down here and getting set up for this episode, yeah. and my wife calls my name. Yeah. So I go up there. Josh, for whatever reason, felt inclined to do the same. So well, because she sounded like she was concerned. Okay. He, <laughs> he tagged along, and we went upstairs, and she goes into the bedroom, and I go into the bedroom, and I'm looking at my mm. drawer. Six big drawers, three and three, okay. and on the okay. top left, there is about a two-inch kind of curved turd just stuck to the front of it. <laughs> Naturally. And we're trying to figure out yes. how the fuck the cat defied physics in order to do that. Obviously, I didn't poop on it. Neither I did mean, my wife. Do you have an alibi? <laughs> I was Actually, down here she, recording. Does she have an alibi? She was upstairs by oh. herself. Uh, I'm just saying, if we take this herself or with three cats. Well, I mean, can those cats talk or communicate in any way? Uh, could be my neighbor. Maybe she jumped in through the window. I'm just saying, your wife doesn't have an alibi. See, I never thought about her because it's I always mean, the one she she's she's blaming it on the cat. Could be. Could be. Yeah, wow. She, look at this. The cat's the fall guy. <laughs> For right now, though, this is a cold case, man. We don't yeah. know where it leads. Mm. Anyway, it had poop stuck to the front of my dresser, <laughs> and I thought my hairy cat probably had it stuck in his ass. And as he jumped up to the top of it, it yeah. probably flung off. But. That's not fun to think about. I, I like I like yeah, more thing about my wife bending not, over and just shitting on the front of it. That's way funnier. And blaming it on our feline. <laughs> so I'm there's glad, that. I'm glad she doesn't <laughs> listen to these episodes. <laughs> oh god, she she would yeah, she would love to. She tried to transcribe one of these for us to, <laughs> oh, did she? to, to help with cost, if you will. Yeah. And uh she got like three minutes in and four hours had passed, and she was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't imagine why. It nope. was it was so hard when we would all talk at the exact same time. We never do that. Oh, really? Nope, never. never. Nope. Okay. Nope. Never should talk should, I, should I stop time? this recording nope. and nope. listen nope. to the last 20 happen. minutes? What are you talking about? 
Okay, Lauren, I'm Joe so Burrow. sorry. I'm going to get back to this. Oh, Joe my <laughs> As I knelt down next to the another small pox grave, I hear Kate say, Hey, Lauren. Yeah? What was his last name again? Boylston. Why? He's right here. I run over, and sure enough, he's there. I couldn't believe... Like, like standing there? I couldn't believe the coincidence. <laughs> Hi. I was just talking about him, and there he was. I take several pictures of his grave, and I was super excited we found it. Now, she does have pictures of the graves. Cool. Fast forward again to a month later. I should preface that Kate is half Brazilian. She grew up in a household that takes fortune-telling and psychic abilities very seriously. Okay. She uh, messages me very late at night saying she has something important she needs to share with me. She lives in Florida and had just come back from accompanying a friend to a reading appointment. She didn't participate, of course, but only waited in the room. As the appointment ended and they were about to leave, the reader looks at Kate and says, Have you gone on a trip with a friend recently? Yes, why? Ah, someone wants to thank your friend. He wanted her to find him. Kate said she was stunned, but oh. dared to ask anyway. Who is it? Yeah. I don't know, but he is saying the word inoculation. Oh, excuse me. But he is saying the word inoculation. What? I don't know what that means. He says he's not stuck here, but wants to say thank you. Whoa. And then she goes, I hope you like the story. It's all 100% true. Uh, I didn't include the story in the last email because this one certainly didn't involve any crazy ghostly interaction Still. or activity. Uh, it's been 10 years since I had any kind of experience like this, so it really caught me off guard. But I guess when COVID is over, I better take a trip to Boston again and say hi to Dr. Boylston. That's no, so She says cool. it doesn't have anything to do with ghost, but I, you, a ghost just said, hey. Said, hey, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for, uh, thanks for the recognition. Yeah. Thanks for the <laughs> Through the reader. Like a conduit almost. Like third, or like the messenger, yeah. basically. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's so cool. That is yeah. very cool. And are, yeah, we got a picture of the graveyard here and a picture of his uh, grave stones. That's so cool. Man, that looks old. That, it's almost like it's like old, 400-something years old. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Woo, but that's awesome. Thanks, Lauren, so Thanks, much for the email. Something. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Hopefully something else spooky happens and you can send us another email. Yeah. I yeah, love, re I love reading them. Everything. Lauren, can you just like set up camp at some graveyard somewhere and just wait until something cool happens to you so you can write an email to us? Yeah, if you don't mind. Yeah, if it's no big deal. Yeah, maybe mean, she's you know. a conduit. You're a conduit. Mm. Uh. <laughs> You're a cunt. Do it. He said it again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it this time. I know. I can't. I had to, to take my virginity on that. <laughs> Gross. Gross. <laughs> Joe Burrow, go. Yeah, so we have another email that came in. This one's actually sent to me by a friend of mine, Brittany. She uh, had sent me a message on Facebook, and she was like, let me know when are you guys do the next listener tale. And I was like, you know, just go ahead and send us an email. And I was like, we'll read it on one of the next episodes, because who knows when we'll do a compiling episode again. And I like telling tales. Oh, so yeah. Oh, she God, sent, yeah. She sent us an email, and this is actually the first time I've read this one. So. Oh, boy. Don't get my real reactions. So she's... That <laughs> sorry so she starts off with here's a bit of a backstory for you josh since you only really know the super aggressive part of me this is a joke that will live forever and yes it is uh -huh. we used to joke because we would always be like the super aggressive ones so like anytime i'd see you'd be like hey calm down chill out relax <laughs> hey you're not supposed to tell women to do that that's a bad thing to do I know. hey calm that's down what, chill that's out relax. What, that's what i hear <gasps> rude stop doing that oh sorry Oh my God. So then she continues uh, and so says, sorry. basically, I'm fucked. Weird shit happens, <laughs> happens no matter where I go. If you hang out with me, weird shit will happen to you too. Sorry. I was only about eight or nine when I started hearing slash seeing weird shit at my grandma's house. 
I even went sleepwalking one night, frantically asking my parents weird questions. I do want to say I like how she's kind of like us. She's just like, basically, I'm fucked. You're with me? You see shit. Get over it. Yeah, pretty much. Suck it up, <laughs> bitch. That's why her and I got along really well. <laughs> it takes a lot to scare me. It takes a, a lot. lot. Sorry. Sorry. Come God. On, God. Jesus Christ. Have some fucking emotion. You know, like, 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 read it like your life depends on it. Yeah, it, it, it kind of does actually. A lot Thank to scare you. me. Yes, emotion like Joe Burrow. Look at that. Yeah, he actually has feelings. He, he's re, he's over here like stiff as a board. Andy Dalton just being like, oh, story. <laughs> uh, that's the last time I interrupt. Yep. On with the story. When I first moved to Ohio about six years ago, we moved in my into my husband's grandmother's house. She had schizophrenia and dementia and was living in an assisted living apartment. Ryan's, my husband's grandpa, had already passed away about four years prior, so the house was vacant. All right, all right. Spooky house. We moved in July. Immediately, this house creeped me the fuck out. I was super uncomfortable being there, but I just shook it off as being weirded out because his grandma was still alive and basically in a nursing home. It was just kind of weird to me. The basement was the absolute worst. Like they are. Yep. I know. Basements are like the creepy thing. No, this basement felt like hell itself. It's so hard to describe the horrible feeling it gave me. Everyone has had the feeling someone is watching them from time to time. When I would go down to the, do laundry, it felt like someone was right behind me. Yeah, not just watching me. It was so bad, I stood next to the watcher, washer to put clothes inside so I knew there was nothing behind me. I can understand that. Yeah, of course. There's been times where like, I'd be in rooms, like my old my grandma's old house felt like this in the basement as well and i just like someone's just right behind you yep and i never felt comfortable i I just bend over and tell them to get it over with (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's not funny guys god damn (laughs) why'd you laugh then yeah i didn't laugh what the fuck you talking about it's dark times dude after a few weeks school has started so i often sat at the dining room table to do my work unfortunately the dining room table set in direct view of the basement door fuck that get rid of the door (laughs) <laughs> just get rid of the door. Leave it open the whole time? No, 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 no. Oh, you just board it up. Just leave the door then and just board it up. It was almost like a constant static was coming from the basement. I would say whispers, but it wasn't words that I could make out. That's weird. But it wasn't silence either. It felt like something was there, peering around the corner at me. Okay, mm. let me just say, when I read that line, I thought it said, it felt like something was there peeing around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, Brittany. I always had this scenario playing in the back of my mind that I would look up one night and see an old lady smiling at me from the basement door. Mm. No, thanks. Nope. Like the grandmother. Oh, God, no. Mm-hmm. No. I'm going to call it now. No. This wasn't the only weird thing about the house, though. I often heard footsteps going up and down the steps, stairs, upstairs, not the basement, or just walking around upstairs. One morning, we came downstairs after waking, waking up to the curtains on the door window being Pulled to the side. Hmm. I don't like this. Mm. We made sure these were shut every night. Ryan has OCD, so there is no way it was forgotten. One night, we woke up to my daughter screaming, Mommy. She was downstairs, outside, crying, looking for me. Holy fuck. Okay. Okay. Okay, so we just went dark skies on this. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what I thought. Why is everything coming back to that movie? I know. I don't like that. Synchronicities. (laughs) The front door also had a lock at the top, similar to the chain kind, except it was... Just a bar that crossed another. Okay, so I... Could you imagine if they saw, or she saw her daughter outside, but the door was still shut and locked? That would that'd be terrifying. I saw yeah, a little, that would I, be. I saw a little comic strip or something like that uh, just yesterday that was like, Tim sitting at his, like, oh, fuck, I don't know, reading chair, reading a book, and noticed a, no, a, a note that slid underneath his door. It came from the basement door. I was like, 
Oh, yeah, oh, nope. Now. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> it couldn't be open unless both bars were pulled apart. She was maybe three foot tall. Sorry, I left a pause because I figured you guys would insert a joke there. Wow. I thought I expected something from you guys. Never no, mind. Why feet. do you think you're everything's about tall. you? Why would I make a joke? I don't know. Short mother- jokes. God. Brady, you want to just start our own podcast? <laughs> I think we should. No idea how it got open or how my three-year-old got outside. Lastly, one morning at 6 a.m., I wake up to go to the bathroom, which just happened to be at the very top of the steps. I feel weird, not like I'm being watched, but just on edge. I know those feelings. Mm-hmm. Then I hear a piano being played. I get back to my bed as quickly as possible without f- full-on running. I tell Ryan about it, and this guy tells me it was probably just a toy going off. He's never had anything weird or paranormal happen to him, so I'm trying to explain to him that there is absolutely no way I'm just hearing a kid's toy singing Wheels on the Bus downstairs. No, she's she's just being haunted by Billy Joel. <laughs> Maybe it's Jerry Lee Lewis, you know, Great Balls of Fire. Oh, I'd dance the fuck out of that if I had to. Little Richard. Yeah. Ray. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, get it. The pipes. <laughs> then it happens again, louder, and he hears it too. We're both just sitting there wondering what the hell when he tells me that his grandma and grandpa used to have a piano and that is what we are hearing. Mm. Mm, I don't like this. After a few more weeks of dealing with all this on a daily basis, we decide to move, luckily bringing none of that nonsense with us, I think. Oh, fuck. Around September slash October, Ryan's grandma passed, passed away. During this time, we were talking about her and his dad is deciding to sell the house. We started telling them about all the creepy stuff that happened while we were there. They mostly replied to things like, oh, his grandpa opened the curtains first thing every morning. That was probably just him. So I mentioned the basement lady that made me oh so uncomfortable. And his mom just <laughs> looked at me like I had three heads. She then asked me if I was joking. Of course, I'm not fucking joking. That shit was scary as yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah. Well, did she have three heads or not? Yeah, that'd be a natural look to give somebody if they had three heads. You'd look like the, look at them as if they had three heads. Exactly. Exactly. Come on, man. What are we even talking about anymore? Clarify. Right? <laughs> then she says, she continues to tell me that when his grandma was still alive, or still lived in the house, she would constantly complain that there was an old lady in the basement singing songs about the devil, and they just thought it was her dementia slash schizophrenia. Wow, okay, that took a turn huh. that I thought it was going to be their grandma, but it turns out it's the grandma seeing like a, an old lady. I just want to say, the grandma sounds like a, uh, a shitty Blumhouse horror movie. <laughs> yeah, it the does. Huh. Wow. That was. Man. And that is Ooh. all she wrote. That's wild. Nice. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a great story. Like I said, I didn't expect it at the very end. I got took for a twist. A twist. Yeah, I really like, it, like <laughs> what a twist. It, it, felt, it felt like a kind of like a movie, like a little build up. Yeah. It did. It I really like did. That. Now, Brittany, I know you say you have, like, you've told me that you have a lot of different tales, so keep sending us stories. Send them our way. Because if there's anything like that, I want to hear it. Yeah, I like the little cheer chant. That was cute. (laughs) That was cute. Brady definitely helped with that. I appreciate it. Yeah, I should have clapped a little bit louder. You should have. I don't know if the microphone picked it up. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't really know what to say about that other than that's fucking weird. That is uh, quite bizarre. Singing songs about the devil. Like Devil Went Down to Georgia, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, on a piano, though, right? Well, they heard a piano, and then they heard Wheels on the Bus. Oh, no, just the old lady in the basement would just sing songs, not necessarily with a piano. See, when we got these emails, I thought maybe a good chunk of them, at least, would be kind of like 
no, I got this unsettling feeling, or maybe I saw like a shadow move by. Yeah. But no, it's like, oh, oh. yeah, this fucking alien, or no, alien, goddamn, this ghost just opened the door, made itself at home, cooked itself a lean cuisine, and just decided to watch, I don't know, Frasier. The Price is Right. Oh. Yeah, everybody. Frasier, please. Frasier. Yeah, Sex and the I City. I love hearing that like everybody's got like some very eerie like stories like this. Oh, God, yeah. yeah I, was, well, I was, yeah, I was thrown around for no, oh, God, I can't even, if I can speak. Uh, I'll so, say, yeah. I'll say, I'll say though, I mean, I say, I say, I say. I, I, uh, I, I do declare. I can't foghorn, leghorn. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that feeling of existential dread in certain situations sometimes. Every time I walk in this building? Yeah, right now, actually, is what I was referring to. <laughs> good. You know what? Fucking good. <laughs> I'm glad. So, now that we've uh, gotten that business out of the way, clearing the table, if you will, thank you once again, listeners. Yes, thank Please you so much, Brittany, more Lauren. Stuff. Here, Brady, clap like this. You can hear it. There you go. Give him a round of applause. Dude, this... Stupid fucking thing we used to do in school. Okay, question offhand. Yeah. Do you have a signed pair of nut texts on your uh, yeah. shelf? Yeah, of course I do. Why don't you? Who are they signed by? Ninja Sex Bang. Right there well. is Ninja Brian, and oh. that's Danny Sex Bang. Oh, okay. There you go. So and I, let like, me just say, when I went, I think it was at Indie PopCon, they were there, and I uh, was like, you know, shaking their hand, you know, before Corona, we could do that. And I was like, I love you guys. You're great. Yeah, yeah. Took out my nut sacks, and Danny just started laughing his ass off and just stood up and just showed everyone, like, <laughs> This is this is the best one looks. yet. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Thank Sorry, you. like I just noticed it. I'm like looking there. I'm like, is that a nutsack? It is. It is. Like it's, it. it's mine. Taxidermied. Yeah. Oh. It's it's actually pretty pretty nice. It's I love it. I'm impressed. Cassandra gave him back. Yeah, me too. <laughs> she didn't really give him back. I had to force him out of her hand. <laughs> and stole it from my purse. Anyway, sorry <laughs> to uh, sidetrack there, but now this episode is going to be a. A few of our tales. Yeah, we're freeballing it. We thought since you guys were so inclined, so nice to so, send their yeah, tales. So eager to share. Exactly. Mm, yeah. We thought, well, you know what? We should no. Tell return. some of tell some of our stories and like what made us interested in the paranormal. Yeah, we should return the favor. Um, yeah, we'll probably have some stories that we can't explain. Maybe some at, at first were weird, but then solved later. I'm, I'm not sure what Josh or Brady have in mind and they might not know what I have in mind either. I have nothing in my mind. I think you'll have the That's best nice one though. out of all of us, honestly. I don't think know, so? Josh. You might have some wild ones. Well, you, just just because I know what one of yours is going to be already. So. That's true. Um, yeah. And me and Josh have one that we we're, we're going to kind of collab on. Yeah. Because yeah. it was uh, a shared experience. It was weird. Yeah, and I know a few of our friends that listen. They'll they'll, they'll be uh, I don't know in cahoots with it as well. Sure. Yeah. They'll, they'll know what's going on. Yeah, there is a number of us that witnessed it at multiple times. Let's just say. So just to build a little hype, one of the uh, stories that one of us will be telling tonight has a little bit of evidence to it, too, that we can... You were so kind to send in I photo. have one, Do too. you have one, too? Yep. Perfect. So, yeah, you guys are so... I don't have anything that cool. I have a story from when I was 14, so not <laughs> something super great. But, uh, yeah, you guys are so kind to share your photos with us that we have some pretty cool stuff to show you. And I know... Well, are these both audio files? Yep. Then? Audio. Yeah. Yes, yes so they are. Yes, you they guys are. will be able to hear them right now. You won't even have to go to another website or anything like that. You'll have yeah. them right here. Oh, fuck yeah. You don't have yeah. to like be on Patreon and any of that shit. You just get it right here for free. Damn, yeah. Don't you yeah, feel look lucky? Look at that. Everybody's <laughs> a VIP that listens yeah. to our podcast. Until we finally make a Patreon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Caress yourself right now. Moan a little bit, you know? Yeah. Just enjoy Jeez. it. Enjoy it. Say, so until there's more than like 50 of you or however many. It's not G's, Brady. Yeah. It's jizz. Come on, dude. Ah. Come on. I've been saying it wrong my entire life. I'm, I'm glad you corrected my, I'm, corrected my pronunciation I'm, for once. Yeah, I'm just trying to help you, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> um, but first, yeah. right before we get into it, I'm curious, Josh, I'll go with you first, since I know you love being picked on like Josh. that. Josh. What would I you say 
like got you into the paranormal? What started it? What, um, I don't know, really stuck with you that just made you think, you know, I kind of want to not necessarily like attack this, this realm, this field my whole yeah. life, but like what made you, what kept your interest the whole time? Um, it, it's kind of weird. Like I'd always grown up living in like different houses that like I felt uneasy in. Uh-huh. On earth. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it was like when I was younger, I would he like ex- like experience weird um scenarios like i've told you and i'll end up telling the story later um about like a reoccurring dream that like me and my mom and my sister all had like we all shared the same kind of dream and like as i grew older and like once i learned that like oh shit we had the same dreams and i was like that's weird and i started like kind of researching it and like kind of just fell in love with like hearing other people's stories and then you know i've always been kind of a horror fan cuz my dad grew me up on 80s sci-fi horror and what a good dad cartoons and shit like that like scooby-doo and all that which also helped loving the paranormal dude so. even to this day i still love scooby-doo oh yeah sam who didn't watch scooby-doo growing up right you know? i remember watching an episode um not to get too far off track here but the i don't know i think the creature yeah the creature was like this big crab monster thing and when they finally discovered it like they tried to like attack it and pull its mask off and when they did they found out it was an actual crab monster and it just like disappeared back into the ocean they're just like uh, what the hell was that? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? The end. <laughs> but yeah, and then like I remember I borrowed a um because like once I started like learning about uh cryptids and stuff like that through shows like Ghost Hunters and uh like Destination Truth and all these shows that like I really enjoyed, like sci-fi had all kinds of like different paranormal studies shows. I borrowed a book and I talked about it on one of our recent episodes. It was like the unexplained mysteries of like the 20th centuries or oh, whatever yeah. mm-hmm. i had borrowed that book and it had everything from like ufo encounters to cryptids to hauntings spontaneous combustions all kinds of crazy shit and i remember reading that in like sixth seventh grade and just falling in love oh yeah How about you brady oh it was definitely the uh crab episode of scooby-doo <laughs> <laughs> i mean was there ever really a time that i don't know kind of just took you by surprise with this phenomenon um you know, there's nothing really particular. I mean, I could totally relate to Josh a little bit as far as like, uh, remember those, uh, what, scary stories you shouldn't tell in the dark or scary oh, stories yeah. to tell in the dark? Yeah, or, yeah. I remember I, going I remember on those. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I remember uh, going on eBay and trying to find the originals, yeah. the ones that they decided well, to, to, to not print anymore because it was oh, too yeah, scary for children. Yeah. And I actually found a, a couple and it cost me, you know, a good chunk of change, but I got it for her mainly because she loved those books too. But oh, yeah. It's cool to have the originals. Oh, yeah. Those books were badass. So I always liked ghost stories and then like, you know, creepy stuff like that. I always thought it was really cool. Um, I remember being really into like alien documentaries and everything, yep. you know, like all the old, like even before ancient aliens, like all the stuff they would show on history. Channel oh, yeah. about aliens. When, when we used to hang out all the time, we were kids spending at each other's houses and the UFO stuff we talked about. Or all watched, the time. Dude. Yeah. I remember the, great time. the first like UFO documentary I saw in like history was talking about the, uh, the quote unquote battle of L.A., where the oh, spot, yeah, yeah, yeah. like right after uh, Pearl Harbor, where the spotlights Ooh. thought they caught something and they actually opened fire on something. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember there was a series on History Channel actually called I think it was a uh, UFO Hunters was what, oh what yeah remember. yep I, there, there was like the old dude that always wore like the aviator yeah. I, can't, I, don't, I don't remember like too many specific things but I remember they one episode they snook up on this hill and like were able to see into Area Fifty One. Do you remember? Do you remember yep. like they they like, yeah, like climb yeah, this mountain so. through the night and there's like it was one of the only mountains I guess that wasn't really watched. Yeah, and, and now, now they watch it. Now they have security on that mountain. Yes, they do because yeah. Josh Gates did that as well on Destination Truth. Oh, really? Yes, he did. Yeah. So yeah, and I remember um, also with your UFO hunter show, mm-hmm. um, there was um, 
Oh God! Some I think it's like in Arizona, some graveyard that's supposed to have an alien body buried. Yeah. Into oh it, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's unmarked, and I remember that guy they were with like the aviators. Trying we're we're trying to dig up here and dig up yeah. there, and finally they were called off. You know, stopped doing yeah. it. Never found it though, of course. So but just that all those sorts of like shows and stories and you know games, you name it. Just, oh yeah. I, I I don't know. I always had a slight interest, and as a kid, I guess more of a slight fear of the whole alien abduction thing and all that. It used to freak oh, me yeah. out as a kid, man. Same, same, used dude. Used to scare the hell out of me. Um, but no, there's no, like, Genesis moments or anything super interesting like that. You know, it's just just general exposure and to things, and I've just always had overall a, interest. a passing fancy in it. I, I like, you know... Yeah, something I mean, about the unknown is yeah, interesting. Exactly. I think we all have some sort of pull towards it. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, you don't have to have like some kind of encounter to make uh, a reason. I mean, it's like I like horror, but I've never faced a fucking flesh devouring yeah. monster. No, well, it's, it's, I no. think it's the same thing that's in everybody, at least a little bit. That you know, it's it's the things that like the same thing that drove like explorers to to go and explore the world. You know, it's that same just curiosity of what yeah. I don't know, what's over that hill, what's that. It's it's, yeah. it's, it's it comes from the same place, I think. No, I totally so, agree with you. So yeah. what about you, Matthew? Yeah, what about you, Matthew? Honestly, for me, I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Never liked it in my life. Uh, no, I don't. I'm like you, Brady. I don't really have, I've, at least that I can remember. Best of my knowledge, I don't have an, a, an origin uh, for when I introduced myself to this stuff. But I do know that I was really into, there was something we would get back in the day came in this big, like the main set, came in this big black plastic container and it had all these like animal cards on it. Big, yeah. almost like postcard yeah. kind of looking deals. About, yeah. But it had all these animals and then they had like mythology packs because I really liked history when I was in school. Yeah. And so you would hear about these tales that these people would go on whether they'd see dragons or chimeras or, or, the Minotaur. or Minotaur and Manticores and it really gets your mind going. And then that... um that kit, that little thing I was just talking about, uh, would have those cards in it. So then, of course, it would have uh, like facts about it and such. Hmm. And I know I really liked that stuff, which just, you know, whenever I had computer time at school, yeah. uh, whenever my parents decided to fucking get a computer that I had dial up to like 2012, <laughs> um, I would get on there and I would research just crazy stories like that. And then I would find out there were shows on television. No, like Ghost Hunters or UFO Hunters. Yeah. I think, Brady, you introduced me to UFO Hunters. Yep. Um, and yeah, I would just watch that stuff. And then I don't know if it was actual weird things that happened to me or maybe my mind was just wanting it to manifest. In this, and so, because I would have things like turn on and turn off. Yeah. I remember I had a dartboard and it was in uh, the living room, which was all on one circuit breaker. And I say that because if for some reason there was like a, you know, it, it uh, flipped. Everything else would have gone. Yeah. But I remember it one day just kicking on out of nowhere. And it was just like, do you want to play? Making you're noise. like, am I going to die? And I'm just like, <laughs> dead. Um, that and I remember hearing real strange noises outside. Of course, when I was young, I don't know every goddamn creature that, you know, exists on this yeah, planet. Yeah, because you lived out in the boonies. Yeah, I lived out in some... Some good uh, forested, woods. <laughs> forested areas, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, I I thought I had seen things back there as well. I remember the first time, like you drove me out to your house, and I was like, "Are you going to kill me in one of these fields? What the <laughs> yeah, fuck? Yeah, you got a gun in the trunk or something? I don't yeah. know about. <laughs> yes. No, but it was <laughs> yeah. It was nice because when I, I I feel like when I first 
realize there was things in this world that we really just don't understand and don't have a reason for. And sure. it's not something that we see happen and we're trying to figure out. It's just things that we literally can't explain. The fact that I realized that there was actually a field of that, there was a yeah. reason that exists. It wasn't just me. This was before the dartboard, but you know, the dartboard just kicking on. I'd just be like, oh, but then realizing, oh, yeah, phenomena that he's, happens. He's saying there's not an origin, but he keeps talking about this dartboard. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, yeah, the, just the, the fact that there was something out there that I didn't realize had existed when it comes to the paranormal. And then I come to find out later that it does exist. And you know, there's like basically endless possibilities that can that can explain all these things if you really look into it yeah uh just fascinated just captivated me i didn't care about english anymore i didn't care about adding two and two you know i, I just really liked what couldn't be explained explains a lot doesn't really explain anything because i, I can't say, explain, it. explain anything right <laughs> <laughs> um no I, I i don't know it's just a fascinating field and if god if i could make some profession off of it i totally would i just want to say oh yeah um you know, I got my hobbies and such, but something about this just really, really sticks with me. So it's funny you bring up the uh, technology thing uh, of like just like bizarre technology moments. I have a really interesting one. It's not from me, though. It's from my fiance. So is this the first story we're going to speak tonight? Yeah. Let, why not? Yeah. She, Fuck, I, actually told her, I told her she was asking, well, what are you guys going to talk about tonight? And I'm like, oh, you know, we're doing like, I guess, our own stories. And she's like, oh, if you want to tell this one, you can. I'm like, OK. And I've heard her tell this one. It, it's super weird. It's just. But, it, it, you know, it's a technology-related one, so there's always, like, something probably that can explain it. And it's just kind of more of a sure. funny story than anything, but it's still interesting. So this is back when she was in high school, um, before she could, like, drive or anything like that. I think there was some something, some event she was attending, and then afterward they went to, like, her and a bunch of the other people went to, like, a restaurant afterwards. Um, I'm probably butchering the story. I'm just going off my memory of what she, from, like, the eight times I've heard her tell it. Um she was there and like, I think she was going to like try to call her parents to come pick her up or something like that or pick her up early. Cause I think people were going to leave early or something like that. And she takes her phone out and the phone's like just flashing all like red and green and blue. And it's like dialing random numbers and everything like that. And she's like, what the, what the hell? So it's like, you know, she, and it's back in the days, the old, you know, a flip phone and everything. So she takes it out. She takes the battery out. She puts it back in. She turns it back on. It's still doing that exact same thing. She's like, Holy what fuck. in the hell is going on? You know, try to turn it off, turn it on, everything, you know? And it just kept doing that. So, you know, she takes the battery out and whatever. Um, and then, you know, she ends up getting picked up by her parents. They go home and everything. And I think she she jokingly said at one point to to her brother like oh my phone's possessed right now look at it and, you know she puts the battery back in and shows and it's doing all this flashing and the dialing the numbers and everything like that and he's like oh well we have some holy water Let, let's let's bless the phone let's exercise your phone right oh fuck so <laughs> so get out the holy water and then he splashes it with the holy water and holds it up and says the power of Christ compels you and then she opens the phone the phone's fine phone's fine <laughs> I'm, yeah and her phone just start working again. What in the <laughs> fuck? Isn't that bizarre? Uh -huh. I have no. And as somebody did de deals with like electronics, you know, and all that kind of stuff, like for professionally, you know, like yeah. I can't think of I've, what I've, the hell. I've that never could once be. heard a story where water to like, adding water to electronics make, yeah, yeah makes it work better. <laughs> and yeah. who? What was that? Her brother that had it. Yeah, well, like their family had it. Yeah, well, so. tell them to get more because if I ever come across my dartboard again, I'm well, going to need that. Well, we have some, so you can just swing by. And, oh, good, you know, good. We'll be like, oh, we got you, Matt. Good. I'll just chuck the dartboard <laughs> out the window. You take yeah. care of it. Talk about the holy water. I never forget. Um, in middle school, when I did the spotlights for the drama class, I remember because like every time, every uh, every 
day of free practice or whatever, I would have to go into the closet and pull out the spotlight and the table. And then he never left the closet. Yep. <laughs> and I remember going in there, and I guess they had some kind of like religious stuff in uh, that mm-hmm. gym. There was just a regular like gallon jug that, that just in Sharpie, holy water. Costco brand holy yeah, water. It just, it was just <laughs> Kirkland holy yeah, water. I was, like, I was like, so I was like, hmm, I wonder how authentic this holy water is. Hey, man, they, they have it Jesus. on bulk. There must have been a lot of crazy shit going on. That's all right. I could think. Like, man, we need a lot of holy water. <laughs> well, Brady Dam, yeah. right out of the gate. That's Isn't that something? That's, that, yeah. that was so cool. Yeah, I, I have no idea. They were just, I, I've they never were just heard. joking. They weren't serious. They were just joking around. Then suddenly the fireworks again. I had, I have never heard of a story like that, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll be damned. All right. And then huh. I, I, you know, I'll go ahead and get my other one out of the way, too, because I think your guys is are a lot more compelling and interesting because you actually have some kind of evidence for it. And this is a typical story of like, oh, you know, something weird happened when I was a teenager, you know? So you were there for this. Matt was there for this. He wasn't there when it happened, but you were there at the time. What the fuck? Yeah, you were. I don't know if you remember. I was there at the time, but I wasn't there for that. You weren't there for the, like, you weren't with me when that happened. You were at another, I'll tell the story. Yeah, go on, go on. So we were all hanging out at this girl's house back in high school we gotcha were like freshman I already know where we're at yep um and yeah we're man whores what do you yeah, expect yeah her, her older brother i think <laughs> said like oh hey you know like there's a great it was around halloween it's like totally forgot about were, this story oh man. yeah this is I, I just because of what happened i just remember all so yeah you're right really you, you did experience something i didn't experience didn't. on anything but, but he all. was here for that we were 14 so you know this was like 13 years ago so once again oh that's God. also the memory we're working off of here i've told the story like a bajillion times so who knows what even truly happened at this point just to make it clear you know because i've just recited it yeah. over and over and you know naturally things get flared for interest and then i'm like i don't remember what i said you know so whatever but anyway so we were hanging out uh her older brother's like oh hey there's a graveyard and so it was like in the middle of nowhere too it was like a graveyard just in a really remote area and it's like oh there's a graveyard and you know it's around halloween it's like hey let's go over there and just like walk around with flashlights and cameras and just you know see if we see anything weird i remember there was quite a few of us too i think there was like I think we all squeezed in this car. I think there was like probably like seven or eight of us and like yeah, her this, sibling. This definitely helped with our uh, our passion for this for oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. So so we're driving over to this graveyard and everything and we get there and yeah, like I said, it's in the middle of nowhere. There's like a one lane road going around. Everything. It's really rural. Like it was just yeah. in the middle of nowhere. So we go up this hill where, you know, we get up to the graveyard and there's like this really steep hill that we end up, went up getting there. We, stop we get out we're walking around yeah this was like midnight or one o'clock it was late at night too i don't think it was like midnight but it was pretty it was it was later though yeah it was like yeah if i didn't preface it was in the middle of the night though yeah so we're getting out and we're taking photos like oh look the orbs oh you know because we're 14 you know stupid and having fun um how dare you call me stupid i know right (laughs) so then we're just walking around. I remember someone's like, oh, we should bring a Ouija board here. I'm like, no, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I remember then I'm thinking, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, me and one of the other guys were walking back to the car. We both have flashlights, which I, I never, I, you know, thinking back now, I'm like, why did, because I think we only had like two or three flashlights. I had one and he had one. I don't think I did. Yeah. So why are two of the two guys with, you know, two of the three flashlights walking back to the car? But yeah, we're walking back to the car. Me and this other guy are. And uh, we're we're going there, and like I said, we drove up like a really steep hill, and it's like pitch black. You know, we're out in the middle of the country. There's no street lights or anything like that. It is dark, and it's that dark that's just that impenetrable kind oh, of dark, yeah. right? That dark where you this know, is advanced darkness. <laughs> <laughs> like if you didn't have a flashlight and you put your hand in front of your face, pff, you wouldn't no, see yeah. it. You know what I mean? Um, 
but yeah, we're, we're walking back to the car. And we get to that point where we're looking down the hill where it's really dark and we can't see anything. And I don't know why, but both the two of us are compelled to point our flashlights down like that hill. Mm-hmm. For some reason, we both did it at the same time too. It was almost like a synchronicity. Well, that's not synchronicity, but I just wanted to say like it pissed Matt off. Something calling you. Almost. almost. Like we both, it's it's that subconscious sense yeah. thing, right? Where like we almost could vent. sense something yeah. was there. Like there was mm-hmm. just something not right. And we're like, or, you know, it's just like, oh, hey, let's put our flashlights in the dark. You know, that's probably the more reasonable <laughs> thing. But but we but we both point our flashlights up. And this blew me away. I see a translucent figure with, like, 1930s, 1940s-style formal wear. Like, just so you know, guys know, jacket. this is the skeptic talking. Yeah, this yeah, this is super weird. I have no explanation for this, but I, I do remember seeing this. Um like yeah, 1930s, 1940s style formal wear, and he has like a like kind of like a fedora sort of hat, not a fedora specifically, yeah. but like that kind of hat. I don't know what it's called. Um, so we're both pointing our flashlights. We're both looking down the hill, and we see. I see this, and it reaches up and it tips its hat and it turns around and walks away. Milady, and it just like yeah, milady. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it yeah, and it just like slowly fades away as it's walking away. And then I look over at the other guy and I'm like, uh. Did, did you see that? Did you see something? And he said, yeah. Now, here's the part where I'm skeptical. I don't really remember if I if I led him at all when I asked this, because I asked him, like, what did you see? Like, did you see a person? And he said, yeah. And he, we, we both agreed. I don't remember what the conversation was, but we both agreed that the person was definitely wearing some kind of, like, old school formal, like, suit and jacket and hat and tip the hat. My like, we God. all lined up. Now, I don't remember, because I was always kind of skeptical as far as if this person was telling me the truth yeah. kind of in general. So I, I, I remember trying to consciously not like lead it. You know what I mean? So, but, but I, I remember at the time I'm thinking, no, he saw what I saw. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what Ooh. I, yeah. So there's my, my little ghost story. Yeah, that's crazy. God, I totally forgot about that. Now, if you're asking, you know, 20 something year old Brady now, uh, I don't know what it could be. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I just, convince myself I saw something. Maybe I talked it in a circle. Maybe he didn't see anything. Maybe I said more. You know, well, I'm, I'm really skeptical of my own experiences. Well, I remember um, in high school, you and I had like a very small stint where we would hang out and we talked about wanting to go to like old cemeteries and shit. Didn't we, we we went to yeah we went to a co- like we did uh, a couple of local cemeteries dude I forgot that we did yeah. that you too yep. oh my gosh I completely forgot that we did that yeah because there was though. one time we tried you uh we tried we to get you over. yeah we yeah. ended up going and hanging out with you and yeah. Sarah and a bunch of people yeah because we tried to get you guys I to all come that. with us and you then like you wanted to but they didn't and you're yeah. like well I'm just gonna come and hang I'll just stay and hang out with them and me and Brady are like all right fucking bye dude I <laughs> oh my god that oh, we did oh, that. I do remember that I yeah. do remember that. We never really experienced yeah, anything, I, but I, I, it was... A, that was like my freshman year of college. Dude, yeah. I totally remember that. It was Holy fuck. fuck. Yeah, because wow. I remember because... <laughs> Sorry, that's more surprising to me than any ghost story. I'm like, oh, fuck. Because, but like, as you were telling that story, I was like, oh, yeah, it just kind of like popped I back in my memory. I think we went to that one. I think we went... Of the two that we went to, I think we ended up going to oh, that okay. one again. Wow. I, yeah, so... Didn't see anything that time. Yeah, no, but... <laughs> but I don't know if that was just... You know, I'm skeptical of my own experiences. I don't know if that was just 14-year-old me... You know, in a very suggestible environment at how you know around Halloween, a very suggestible time. I think we've been watching like scary movies and shit. I don't know. Maybe I just obviously also with us talking. If you guys haven't figured this out, we've been friends for a long fucking time. Been for a while, for 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 a hot minute or yeah. two. Yeah, Matt, what, I think I've known you for like twenty years. Uh, first grade, 
like 20, first, 21 years. <laughs> first grade we met, and you and I. I met you guys like uh, my freshman year in high school, yeah. so you guys is sophomore year. Yeah, so probably closer to like 15-ish yeah, or something, but, right? Whew, yeah. Damn. Yeah. All right, Um, right, I'll go ahead and, and take the role now, because uh, for whatever reason, Brady, you telling me that story reminded me of one that I completely forgot about. So Chris, remember my, my cousin oh, Chris? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he invited me with... Oh, God, how many other people? It was like two or three other people. And we went to Walmart. We got some supplies. And then we went to a piece of land that his parents owned. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember exactly why they owned it or what they were going to do with it, if anything. It had that giant like pond in it, right? But it was a giant pond yeah. with a little like shack. And the rest of it was just field. And it yeah. was like way out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. So there was like no you know, manufacturing plants around, no real busy areas, no restaurants, nothing. It was just residential homes. And even the homes were miles apart. So I remember sitting in a lawn chair and kind of leaned back a little bit, staring up at the sky. And the other guy next to me was doing the exact same thing. And we weren't talking. I didn't know anyone else here except Chris. And Chris and the two or three other guys were over there and uh, smoking pot. So me, Like you do. Like you the do. The devil's lettuce. So me and this guy were the ones that, you know, we weren't getting high. And we're, we're sitting there and we're, well, me. I'm looking up at the sky, just enjoying it. I think I probably, I don't know, had a beer, some kind of alcohol or something like that. And I, all of a sudden, I remember feeling, I can't remember if I heard it, but felt like this bass noise, kind of a reverberating bass, oh, kind, of, kind of short, but it kind of came and went like a, like a drop, like a, yeah. Yeah. like that. And when that- the first dubstep. And yeah, and when that happened, of course, I was kind of like, you no, know, caught off guard by it, but still kind of looking up at the sky. But I remember this yellowish, pinkish, greenish light form way up in the sky. Like, like it literally, I, I, I have no point of origin for it, really. It just kind of like, well, I mean, I, I guess I do. It was just there. It appeared. Yeah. It appeared. And it traveled for a good distance, and then it disappeared just out of thin air. And I'm just like, speechless. I don't know what to do. <laughs> And I, of course, like you, I was going to ask this guy, like, what'd you see? But before I even got words out, that guy <laughs> leans up in his chair and goes, did you see that? <laughs> and I'm like, that's always like a breath of fresh air. You're just like, oh, thank God. I'm just like heavy breathing. Yeah. I'm like, you fucking saw that too? <laughs> and he's like, seriously, yeah. like, what the hell was yeah. that? I thought, okay, contact high. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Maybe yeah. I drank too much. I don't think and, that would make you see that, dude. No, but I get on my chair and I'm looking over at, at Chris and the guys and they're just looking up. Silent. Nothing. I'm like, did you? And they're just like nodding their head. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> what could that have been? And that was it. We talked about it. Of course, what else are you going to say besides the colors and yeah. the sound and all that? But we talked about it for another, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 minutes. And it kind of just went on our way. But I have no explanation for what that could have been. Yeah. yeah that's so weird. I, the, the only like, quote unquote, like UFO experience that i kind of have um in middle school i played i think it was when we were playing baseball i was on a baseball team and it was like end of the season so we had like a big party at uh the head coach's house because it was his son was on the team and um i remember it was like me and um a couple of the other guys like that were still awake so we went outside because we were, it was like almost morning so we we're like let's watch the sunrise because fucking why not Yay. And yeah, exactly. And there was me, um, Jordan was his name. I'm sure you guys 
Yeah. Just based off some of the people yeah. we went to high school with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, like, Kenny? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so him and I, like, the, us three went outside just to watch the sunrise. So we're standing on the porch, and we're looking up. And after, like, we're sitting out there for, like, 10 minutes or so, all of a sudden, like, we look up, and there's, like, these three big-ass um, orange balls. Like, there's yeah. a ball of lights. And it was, like, like, kind of like an overcast kind of day. So you could kind of see them, like, through the clouds. And they was in like the tr- the traditional like triangle formation, and it just kind of silently goes over the house. Couldn't hear anything. Whatever. Me and Kenny are just kind of looking up, like, "What the fuck's going on?" Jordan fucking freaks out. Fucking starts yelling "UFO, UFO!" and like runs in the house, waking everybody up. <laughs> well, with, that like, sounds like Jordan. Yeah, and <sighs> like it was just like one of those weird experiences where like I was just like I don't know how to explain what I just witnessed. Yeah. Yeah, you can't comprehend it. No, because I'm like, okay, plane, but with how low and how like how like big these lights are, that plane would have had to have been like right over the house. Uh, you're gonna hear the plane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a little known fact. Uh, jets make noise. Yeah, and they're loud as fuck. I told you that, but they're See, really loud. So. And it's the that's what what always kind of like weirded me out is like the quietness of it. There was no sound at all. It's so weird when those moments happen and how your brain and how it functions goes from just 100 to like zero. Yeah. Like, you know, with with him seeing the ghost in the the old attire and our UFOs and such, and I mean, other things we've seen, it's just like your brain literally just does not know what to fucking do. Yeah, because even like, you know, fucking middle school minded me, like I remember just looking up at it, trying to like comprehend, like what am I looking at right now? Because like, I yeah, because I, I even remember at first, I didn't even think UFO until Jordan no, like, you're was just yelling. standing there kind of and thinking, I was just right? Like, you're like, what? Yeah. What am like, I looking at? It just made no fucking sense. Yeah. And I still can't explain what I saw that day. I will say, um, after the thing I had with Chris and his friends, I actually had a bag full of like empty beer bottles or whatnot that I took because there was a, a bunch amongst us all and I took it to dispose of it. And I remember driving home and forgetting to dispose of it. And I was like, oh, <gasps> God damn it. So I just got back in the car and I decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drive to not the road I lived on, but the other road that was like basically nothing but woods. And I'm like, I'm just going to fucking chuck it. So, you litter bug. So exactly. But <laughs> I remember as I was going back down my road to turn left onto the other road, um, in front of me is that like sub power station. Yep. Oh, yeah. Have, and a bunch of trees. And I remember seeing that same light, the, no ye- the yellowish way. greenish. I-, I swear for a glance, like almost looked like it fell out of the sky, but just a, a quick, just like it came, you know, hours before. No boom, no nothing. I'm just driving. You know, everything is just dark around me. The only light source I have is my radio and my headlights. But I see this little just like right there. And I was just like slowing down and just stopped and just looked. Never saw anything. Never heard anything. I remember pulling and turning left and like rolling down my window and just kind of listening. Nothing. Yeah. Went on my merry way, threw the trash out, came back. That was it. I remember. I I just need to tell Matt. You do realize that's when they took the original mat up and you're a clone. <laughs> and they're, they're currently probing you still to this day, like eight years later. <laughs> I mean, get the best of our kind. What can I say? I will say just to hear, like talking about like the substations and all that. The weirdest uh, like light that I've experienced, I was driving through town one morning, early morning, because I was mm. going to work at like 4 a.m. Yeah. And it was like kind of stormy. And like out of the corner of my eye, I see like this 
bright yep. light flash and it was a transformer blowing and just the entire town going black as I'm driving through it. I'm like, so this is how I die, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a, you, that's a weird never, feeling. It's fucking terrifying. You've never witnessed a transformer explode. It's it's something else to see, man. Well, and especially it's out loud in, as hell oh, too. Yeah, and then in bumfuck nowhere we are. It yeah. gets dark. Yes, oh, it yeah. does. Um, do you remember the one video? Was it earlier this year? With the red lights flashing in the sky from our hometown. Yeah. Oh yeah, like out, there like you, you like, can see it, it like flashing <laughs> behind like I, the trees. I went on so many subreddits. Trying to trying to find out what it was, and actually, I ended up on a subreddit that was like for electricians, like for Duke Energy and shit, and yeah. these people explaining what exactly it was. Yeah, well, what at least they think it was, because you know, people will be like, "Oh my god, a transformer blew," and then someone would comment saying, "Well, yeah, but a transformer doesn't blow like, like that." that. It look yeah, like that, and then no. someone else goes, "Well," and I think what I found was a transformer can be um, faulty; it doesn't necessarily have to blow just yet. Sure, yeah, but they said if there's a lot of uh, like tree limbs and such around it and say the wind's blowing and those tree limbs keep bashing yeah. on it, yeah. that will cause it to it. look sporadic like it was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to say that obviously what I saw was a UFO, but I don't think it was no, some, I think that was a tree some, branch hitting a some, transformer. Yeah, You're full yeah, of shit. Some alien just like, fuck how I drive! And, and just <laughs> fucking crashed or, or didn't know what the fuck was doing and accidentally entered our realm and left. I don't think so. But uh, yeah, I have no fucking explanation for that. I remember a friend of mine was telling me that one of the like, this was a few years back when we had a big meteor shower. They drove out to one of the local lakes and they were laying out there watching the uh, sky with his wife. And he was telling me the story about how, like, before like the meteor shower was supposed to hit, and they were like staring there. And he's like, I just watched the star and it just started bouncing around, kind of moving around, like left and right yeah. and oh, up and wow. down. <laughs> out in the oh. atmosphere, dodging meteors, probably like, fuck, shit, 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 <laughs> right. shit. And he was just like, I just sat there and watched the star for like 10 minutes. And then he's like, it just vanished. The other night, uh, I was at a friend's house and uh, we were, he, he lives out in like the neighborhood. And we're like, oh, we'll go, we'll go over and help you pass out candy because, you know, keep living life. Yeah, sure. Um, but we're all sitting, the four of us are sitting outside, me and my fiance and him and his wife. Uh, and he goes back inside to get another beer. So it's just the three of us sitting out there and we're just talking. We were actually talking about the podcast. I was telling him, like, oh, yeah. you should check out the podcast. We actually went in and watched The Shining after we were uh, done fuck, passing out candy. That sounds yeah. like a perfect yeah. night, it was, man. It was a fun time. Um, but we're sitting there and I don't know what we saw. It's not like crazy because it's probably it probably was like a shooting star. But with how close it was and how bright it was and how vivid it was. We're standing there and we just see like this streak of light and it didn't just shoot across the sky. It almost looked like, you know, like a firework takes a little time to like yeah. simmer down and everything. It almost, it looked like that, but it was not a firework. It was far too bright to be a firework. It was, you know, probably a little meteorite or something yeah. like that, but I just never seen anything that close yeah. and that yeah. fast. Oh, dude, the first time, like I but remember lingered. the first time seeing like a shooting star. Yeah. I oh was, yeah. Actually, um, I was driving back from a, like con or whatever with a friend and all of a sudden like we see it you know both of us at the same time we're like let me that just, a shooting star <laughs> let me just say my second instance with that light a shooting star is the best way to describe it how it came how it went how it looked to be honest but the color I've, was extremely odd i've seen two shooting stars and one was actually kind of cool because it was at the drive-in and like it literally like would like you're staring at the screen 
and it's coming in from the right and just disappeared behind the screen. So that's it, cool. So like everybody <laughs> at the drive-in, you can hear them. They're like, "Whoa!" It was so yeah. fucking cool. Well, yeah, especially where you lived up in town. I mean, you had like light pollution and stuff. Yeah, like me and Brady, shit, dude. I saw. Oh yeah, we saw the real all dark. Kinds yeah. Oh, dude, of like, shit. I yeah. love going out in the middle of nowhere and watching, like, just staring at the stars. My me and Chris did that once. We just sat in my driveway and we're just like, "This is nice." My friend, uh, they live out in West Virginia, and they live kind of like away from like most of the cities and stuff. And I remember, like, we went to leave, and, like, literally, you walk out of his front door on his porch, and, like, you look up right ahead, fucking Big Dipper. I'm like, that's so fucking cool. I'm surprised with how little light pollution I have right here at my house. There's still a little bit, but I can still see the stars greatly. So, Matt, you and I, like we mentioned earlier, you and I have had an encounter, a weird occurrence uh, together. Yeah, this, you know, when I think of ghosts or cryptids and all that, I just think of your typical ones yeah like maybe bigfoot or like a big shadowy looking figure uh but what we spotted in this collab story i would have never have guessed yeah and like after experiencing it like i look i got more interested and kind of looked up and it like you know because i'll spoiler this involves phantom lights and it you know it's not like an uncommon occurrence like people see phantom lights all the time mm -hmm. but so like this one we ended up going to a our friend's girlfriend at the time's grandparents' house, because we used to do like the nighttime Nerf Wars, where like we'd yeah. have like a group group of people would be like the zombies, <clears throat> and we'd have like our quote unquote survivors. Yeah, yeah and we had like a zombie larp, and and just to, to set it out, like if you guys want to look at it from a bird's eye view, because that's apparently my favorite angle to do it as. Um, you know, you got a, a house like say in your lower left corner, and then everything else was basically well, half of it was. Uh, like a big field yeah. with a grove of trees. Yeah. And then the other half was just this weird, just it had like a forested, but it had yeah, like tall grass. Part of it had like an orchard. There was like paths through the woods and all that. Well, back in the woods, didn't they have like a, like, like a, a hovel teepee kind yeah, of thing that, too. Yeah, her like uncle oh, yeah, had made yeah, that yeah. teepee. That is like a yeah. stick teepee yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and when, when we say teepee, I, I don't want to undersell it. This thing was like. Oh, dude, this thing was massive. It was like a shelter. Like if you were actually out in a storm, this would probably keep oh, you yeah, dry. Oh, yeah, like that thing was rad. <laughs> it was very oh, yeah. impressive. Best way to put it, imagine a square, four quadrants, and like the first quadrant would have been the, the field with the grove of trees. Second quadrant would have been like the forest to kind of look an area. Third would have been the house. And the yeah. fourth would have been the weird orchard, tall grass. Yeah. yeah. Like tall, like. 10 feet tall grass, yeah. something weird. And it had that's like the best way to look at it. Paths throughout that the, they used to ride uh, golf carts through. And like that's what we used to like kind of like traverse and walk through the areas. Exactly. And like we said, we did you know, like a zombie LARP. So we'd have one group stationed somewhere, another group stationed somewhere else. And we'd have like people that, you know, survivors that would shoot zombies and whatnot. So we had some people that had flashlights. But a lot of the zombies ended up keeping the flashlights off. Just exactly. because we didn't want to give away our location, because a lot of times we try to set up ambushes and all that shit. Yeah, that's the thing with the zombies. You don't want the lights. You didn't want to make noise or anything. Yeah, survivors didn't really care. Like, 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 obviously you want to be kind of covert. Yeah, but they didn't care as much as zombies, so they had no reason to really make such noise and 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 such. Yeah. Yep. And then I, I'm trying to think who witnessed it first. I think it might have, I, I remember Joey talking about it. Well, the it. thing is, I can't remember who mentioned or who saw it first, but. What'd you see? What'd we, you see? But at but we like, whatever we saw, we both talked about it when we were done. Yeah. Because I was with, I want to say I was with Joey. Now, were you with me, Josh, or were you with. I was with somebody else at that, that point. Like Re Rebecca? I think maybe? I might, might had have been. Because. I can't remember. I want to say Brandon was with me too, but I can't remember. But I do remember Joey. And I state you, Joey, because 
he's a very just no bullshit kind of guy. Yeah, like not necessarily skeptical, but he just going to the realm of of like paranormal is not where he goes first yeah. at all ever. Uh, yeah, and exactly, that's a perfect way to put it. He's a no bullshit kind of guy. Um, but yeah, I think I was with Joey for sure, and we were in like the second quadrant. Um, so it was like the heavy, heavily forested looking area. And just so you know, the second quadrant had part of a fence to it. Yeah. It didn't extend all the way to like what the fourth quadrant of the tall grass looked like, I don't think. Did it or did it? I don't think so. It's been a few years since we've been there. Oh, no, so. it did. There was just an opening. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a fence opening. Yeah. So it had this gate. So basically, if we wanted to go from the second quadrant of the forested area to the like field with the grove of trees, the first quadrant, we couldn't do it unless we wanted to climb a fence. Yeah. But I'm not going to do that at night because who the fuck cares? But uh, me and Joey, I remember, were you know running around, being zombies, trying to hide from the survivors, trying to figure out the perfect ambush. And all of a sudden, we spot something. And over in the first quadrant, running, not, well, moving slowly, along with, uh, the fence line, was what looked like a lantern. Yeah. It literally looked like a floating lantern. I didn't see any body around it. Nothing was holding it. It just seemed like a floating lantern, and it just Whoa. moved down the fence line towards... Uh, it was like towards the back end towards of the woods. Yeah. woods, which when, they said was like 200 acres of woods. When, when you say lantern, you just mean like a source of light, right? Or do, do you no, it looked like a lantern. A it, physical lantern. It, like your old school I can't lanterns. say I remember like really intricate details, but I do remember it's kind of like upright rectangle shape really? lantern. Yeah, yeah like and a light source style. at the bottom. Was it like, does it, did it look like a, like an LED light or no. did it look like an actual like. Like an old timey. Really? Like, like an actual fire source light. Yeah, because that was the thing that like when we were talking about it, because. That was similar to what I saw, and at the time, I remember I thought it was Hannah's, uh, yeah, Hannah's brother, because you know he was younger than us. But I thought yeah. maybe he had taken a lantern from the grandparents and was like running to play with us because he would join us on occasions. He would join us on occasions, and besides the group, which was maybe what ten to fifteen people, yeah, um, there was her mom and her grandparents. Her mm -hmm. grandparents owned the house, but the mom and the grandparents never left the house. Yeah. They would always just sit in the house, watch TV, let us kids do what we wanted to do. Um, but none of us, none of them ever had lanterns. No. Especially not like the old style. No, no. The one, like the, the weird thing that was that was weird, at least for me, is because like you guys talked about seeing it back on the one corner. I, me and Rebecca had seen it like in a different corner. And there was another point in time where like we were all standing together and you would see like a light pop up like off in the distance. Do you remember that? Or that I don't remember. I don't know. You might not have been standing with us. Um, it's so yeah. it's so hard to remember who the hell was with you when it was oh, pitch God. black. Yeah, exactly. But I remember there was one point because it was like when we went to kind of like walk the perimeter because like I remember at one point we all kind of thought like maybe there was somebody like trespassing mm -hmm. and that's when we ended up walking like the perimeter trails to like meet up in the back. So you guys had a moment where you're like, hey, we're all here and we're still seeing this light. Yeah, exactly. And like we kind of thought, you know, maybe somebody's back here that shouldn't. Sure. Because I remember at that point, it was like, I forget who all I was with. It was like me and Hannah and somebody else. And like we were walking down one of the trails and we saw the light hit the back trail. And we thought it was your guys' group. And we're like, all right, well, let's just meet up with them, see if they saw anything. And if you remember that back trail, it was like just a straight trail that you could see the entire way to like the other end of the path. Yeah, and I think it ran along the fence line as well. Yeah, it did. 
And I remember like turning down, like then we flashed their flashlights down because if you did, you could see all the way through. And we're like, all right, well, they're not there. That's weird. So we walk all the way down and then we see the light on like the path that we were just walking on. And I was like, well, that's fucking weird. And then we were like, you know what? Fuck it, whatever. I remember, I think somebody called one of you guys. If they did, it was not me. I, I forget who they called, but they were like, that's like you guys are all back at the porch. And you guys were oh. like, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think I think you're right. You guys were like, oh, no, we've just been sitting here for a couple minutes. So that's when we were like, well, all right, let's just get out well, the fuck out of here. Guys, I, I have to tell you, and I'm, I'm going to finally, you know, I guess oh come God, clean after all you. these years. I dug out my favorite 1800s uh, Civil War lantern, and I was Oil walking lantern. around. <laughs> I was so mad because I wanted to be there. It, uh, I don't know. I was probably invited, but <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, that, so that, I was just walking. I was just walking around it, the perimeter trying to screw with you guys. My favorite it was Tom. Civil War lantern. Tom actually joined us, and probably <laughs> that would have been a great one for you to been at though, if you would have seen that light. And yeah, like, I what wish. Was that? I but, say that's probably one of the few I didn't go to. So but see, <laughs> no that, was, I, that was also the night. Me and Rebecca heard the fucking. Owl screech and scared the shit out of us. <laughs> so it was just an owl with a lantern. <laughs> yeah, but um, so like didn't, I said, ten to what? Sorry, didn't didn't you? And maybe you said this when you were telling me. I just missed it. Didn't you say it was kind of like gliding too? Like it was almost like moving like really smoothly. Or yeah, it it didn't. It, so it might moved, glide. No, but you know, no. It, I would say it glided, but it moved at the pace of what looked like be, looked to be a human walk. Okay. Yeah, uh, but it, it wasn't sway. like. It, bounce or it didn't sway, so it did like kind of just so glide slowly. Some um, fucking haunted mansion bullshit. But, but like I said, <laughs> ten to fifteen people. We always had more zombies than yep and in, in, uh, yep. uh, survivors. So, but the, the majority, I mean, was maybe ten people because I remember we had the page. Yeah, and that's how we coordinated where we were going, when we were going, and how many God, people we were, were there. But nerds. we would only do it <laughs> if we at least had ten people. Yeah, because um, we had to have more zombies and survivors. God. So I think what we normally did was like. I think at that point it was like seven zombies, three survivors. Because the yeah. survivors had a huge advantage because they got range with weapons. Yeah. Zombies had to literally attack you. But the field was so big, the survivors always went into one area first. Yep. They always went into the tall grass. And then the zombies were always at the forested area. But even how big it was and just seven people, uh, you, you know where they're locations are. Yeah, because you can kind of hear them. You, you never all seven want to go in one area. You know, you want to split up as you can. And plus, none of us were supposed to be in the field at all. And there was no reason for anyone to be over there in the yeah. first place. Even though, before that ever happened, I remember her gra grandparents telling her mom, who told me, that there's a cemetery back there. Yeah, I remember you guys talking about old that, too. old-timey <laughs> cemetery back there. Believe that shit. Man. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I... I and can like remember the fact that day. multiple people saw the lights too. That's the thing that kind of like verifies from like that. different angles I, and yeah, shit too. That's what verified for me. Like no matter, like it could have easily been somebody back there. Like maybe we just weren't seeing them. Mm -hmm. But the fact that like a couple of us saw closely, like the light, not seeing anybody holding it or anything. That's the weird thing. I mean, yeah, because you know when you're out there, it doesn't take long for your eyes to adjust, no. especially you know if we were to turn the lights off in this room, it would take a, a hot minute or sure. Yeah, but. Where we were at when we would leave the lighted porch and travel into the dark. I mean, by the time we got to where we wanted to go, it'd be a few minute walk. I mean, your eyes would have adjusted for sure. Yeah. And especially, you know, depending on how the moon is, I mean, it can light up 
certain areas better than others, oh, certain yeah, things better than others. Oh, dude, I remember some of like the nights we'd play on like full moons. It was so fucking cool. We got no one wanted to be out in the open then. They're like, <laughs> I can't do anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was so weird, and I have no explanation for him. We have Joey, who clearly saw it. Like we said, there's a no bullshitter. He has no idea. Yeah. We, when we got back to uh, quote unquote base, other people had come back later saying like, did you guys see something back there? And um, I think, I want to say you did, I did. Because I think somebody even asked, like, who the fuck has the lantern? I don't know. I know Joey did. I want to say Brandon and Hannah saw it, too. But I don't know about anyone. I don't know if Rebecca saw it. I, th- I know Rebecca saw it because her and I kept talking about it. Um, but, yeah, that was, I don't know, super fucking weird. Yeah. Some anomaly I have no explanation for. Like I said, it easily could have been somebody just trespassing in those woods. Because, I mean, being that big of woods, obviously... I mean, if it's one person, it's possible to avoid all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know. Weird, yeah, weird, weird shit. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about two instances with me. They're kind of short and sweet, but they both deal at least slightly in the sense of a, a like a dreaming state. Okay. Uh, the first one was actually something that happened that I have no explanation for, and the other one. Uh, <laughs> I do find out what uh, explains it, but it's kind of humorous. So I thought I'd slide it in there anyway. So when I was a lot younger, and I've already told you guys this story, but my parents, well, I mean, fuck, even now, they used to have cats all over the place. Oh, yeah. There was a time we had 15 cats, and they all lived outside. Just, you know, they just come and go whenever the fuck they please. Oh, they probably loved it out there, too. Oh, they did. Yeah, and of course, named every cat depending on either what it looked like or what it did. I remember one cat we had was Rocky. And we named it Rocky because every other cat that came by, it just fight it. <laughs> it, would, it, would, it would just you fight it. it. Rocky, that's awesome. Um, and then we had, uh, you know, we had one that was literally called Black Cat because it was a black cat. Yep. Uh, we had one that was just called White Cat, and then it turned to Snow, and then it turned to Boo, like a ghost. Uh, yeah, we had like ones with like Raisin, Monica, Harley, just weird names. Anyway. Yeah. This involves Black Cat. And if you don't like the um, the passing of animals, then maybe, maybe you don't want to hear part, this. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, I was a lot younger, uh, maybe 10, 11 or so years old. But I can comprehend things that were going on. You know, I wasn't fucking three years old, not knowing what the world was. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a, had a two-car garage. At the time, we actually had our cars parked in it. And I remember going into the garage with my uh, my parents. We were going up in town to eat. It's probably five or six in the evening. And my dad asked me if there are any cats under the car. Make sure there's not. And as I'm sure any of you listening can guess that, uh, unfortunately, there was. And I missed it. And when we backed, no, no, don't don't let him don't let him under his cell. This, this guy didn't even look. <laughs> well, <laughs> he did a quick one over like, ah, you got yeah, it. I was like, oh, I missed it because I didn't look. <laughs> Um, but, uh, when we backed out, unfortunately, no, we had ran over a cat and, uh, it was there in its dying state at the time. And it was, like I said, the black cat. Um, so my parents were kind of yelling at each other because my mom on my side basically saying, why the fuck do you let him look for cats? You know, I mean, he doesn't really know any better. Um, but dad took care of it. We went up to eat. It was a very weird dinner (laughs) but uh when we came back you know we slowly just got back into the way that you know normal life was and we went to bed well i remember waking up 
to the sound of a cat meowing outside my window. The blinds were down. I couldn't see anything. And I'm, I'm honestly not one to believe in animal spirits or anything like that. Sure. I just, unfortunately, I don't think of them as on the same level really as humans, to be quite honest. Sure. Um, but the cat meowing, of course, I woke up. I'm rubbing my eyes. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Shut up. Yeah. At 10 years old. Shut up, you fucking bitch. So I go over there, pull the blinds up, and I'll be damned that that black cat was standing <laughs> on the windowsill well, outside. Uh, clear, no, you let me die. Clear, clear, clear as, clear <laughs> you as day. You killed me, Matthew. <laughs> you killed me. <laughs> Who's the pussy now? <laughs> just standing <Ow>. there, <laughs> meowing, just kind of like a calm meow, not like hissing or anything or in pain, really. It just, God, it's like church from fucking just, Pet Cemetery. Just like that. And I mean, it was four inches from me. And I remember being shocked and running into my parents' room waking my dad up and well mom too but dad got up and went in to check it and when he came back in he said that there was no cat and to this day i have no idea what it could have been i it's weird i mean obviously like it could have totally just been another cat but the fact like I that said, it was we a, had, a black cat it was a full black cat yellow eyes just like black cat had um i mean looked the same size of as black cat and like like you said, you know, we had fifteen cats that came and go whenever they I was pleased. I was saying your shirt couldn't have been one of the other fourteen cats. Well, believe it or not, besides that black cat, we had another full black cat years before named Robert, or years later named Robert. Um, but those are the only two full black cats we had ever owned, as as far as I can remember. That's still, and yeah, that's and bizarre, I'm though. Yeah, sure, I can remember somewhat. Yeah. We only had one full white cat. I miss Boo. She was cool. But yeah, that was uh, a weird ghostly cat story. So yeah. ghost cats. And I thought I was when I said dream state. You know, minutes, minutes ago, I thought it was a dream before I woke up, and then yeah. clearly it wasn't. So my other little dream is even much shorter and sweeter. So I'm dreaming, and I woke up and I shit myself, <laughs> <laughs> and I just put it back in there and went I back just, to bed. Yeah, I said not, not now, right now, not now, later. <laughs> Patience. Um, it's sleepy time. So yeah, I was sleeping, I was dreaming, and all of a sudden, I uh, woke up, and I was as you do lying lying in my bed, looking around the room. My eyes you know, were adjusted. I was seeing like my window, my dresser, mirror, shit like that, my lamp, and there were lights flashing outside my window, all sorts of what looked like weird colors. And of course, I was like, "Is that a fucking alien?" Are they fucking coming here to abduct us? My time has come. Because me and my dad, we talk about aliens all the time. Never too serious. Like, I saw yeah, this yeah. or that. We just watch a show and laugh about it. Or dad be like, I think I said before, aliens you know, came down the front lawn. I'd walk outside and be like, what's going on? Yeah. I can um, totally see your dad doing that, too. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, what the hell? And then all of a sudden, I really woke up. And there were lights flashing outside my window. What? So I get out of bed realizing that I already assessed what this could be in the dream. Yeah. And I go over to the window and I open the blinds and out by the road is a snowplow truck <laughs> <laughs> flashing its green, white, yellow lights going by. And I was just like, motherfucker. <laughs> Look at you actually getting up and looking though, man. I'd just be like, mm, no thanks. That's funny. Uh, I probably peaked for yeah. all I know. I probably just like, <laughs> just a fucking snowplow going right fucking by. Fucking misty plow. Like a salt truck. Yeah. <laughs> So oh, I was man. Like, oh, damn. <laughs> Mr. Plow. That's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. I thought you'd appreciate that reference, I, Brady. Thank you so much. That made my entire night. That made sitting down and doing this podcast <laughs> worth it. 
Um, you know, since we're talking about dreams, I know I've told you guys about the fucking terrifying nightmares that I had as a child. And, uh, these are one of those dreams where like, I shouldn't remember them even today because of how young I was. I was like three and four, maybe five. Mm -hmm. We lived in a uh, house and this was before my parents split. And it was like me, my dad, my mom, my sister, and we all lived in this house and it was like a bigger house. And I would constantly have these nightmares where it would be like hands like coming out of the walls coming out from like under the beds couches fucking anywhere just reaching out trying to grab me and as a kid of course this fucking terrified me all the time and it wasn't until like a few years after i well, I say a few years but i, I was like i don't know maybe 14 15 and i just me and my mom and my sister we were out to dinner we got to talking about just weird shit that's happened to us and all that and i got to telling the story about the uh you know, all the arms and shit. Mm -hmm. And I remember my mom and my sister kind of looking at me kind of weird. And they're like, did this help happen in the big brown house? Because that's what me and my sister used to call it because it was just a bigger house, brown, you know, as kids do. And I was like, yeah. I was like, how'd you guys know? And they're like, my mom was like, yeah, I had dreams almost similar to that. And my sister's like, yeah, I did too. But my sister goes, anytime I had those dreams, I would always wake up you know, try to like walk down to the kitchen, get a drink. And she's like, I would always come back upstairs and there'd be a fucking ow outside. Ugh. Oh God. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, that's good. Because at this point I'm like, Oh man, owls are synonymous with UFO alien abductions and all this shit. And I will say like, it doesn't, it takes a lot to scare me and like, just to make me feel weird. Mm hmm. But there is a part in one of the uh, VHS movies, like the actual like horror anthologies VHS. For how weird those movies are, I really do enjoy them. Dude, some of them are really good. I think it was the second one. There's a scene where they're in a haunted house and arms start coming out of this, like the walls and shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got fucking chills just talking about it now. It creeped me out. I had to skip it because I was like, nope, I'm not doing this right now. <laughs> I was like, nope, I can't do this. Stop it. <laughs> but it's just, it was one of those things. And like I said, the fact that it still stays with me today, I have nothing, like no way to explain it. And the fact that, you know, my mom and my sister That's both experienced dreams, yeah. But I mean, my mom and my sister, they always, they, I feel like they're like kind of more open to like the spiritual world because they've yeah. had a fuck ton of experiences. Because um, like when my grandma on my mom's side died, they were living together in my grandma's house. And this house, growing up, always made me feel uncomfortable. There was, like, two rooms that I would never go in just because I hated being there. Like, the only bathroom was upstairs. And to go to the bathroom, you had to pass both those rooms. So I would always, like, run and, like, fucking run into the bathroom and close the door. Because it would just terrify me. Even going there before my grandma died at, like, 16, 17 still made me uneasy wait your grandma died in 1617 yes <laughs> and uh apparently like once my grandma passed away both my mom and my sister would constantly hear whistling of a uh, you are my sunshine which was a song that my grandma would uh, whistle all the fucking time i was gonna start whistling a uh, whistle by flo rida yeah <laughs> and then Ugh. they would talk about how they would be upstairs and they would hear somebody yell their name. And like my mom has said she experienced this and my sister said she'd experienced this. So they would go down thinking somebody, because uh, my grandma lived across from an equals club and like she was friends with a lot of the people there. So 
they thought maybe it was a somebody that didn't know my grandma passed away because these people they mm-hmm. kind of like okay. kind of like how we're friends where we just fucking walk in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, these older folks were like that too with my grandma, so they thought maybe somebody had walked in that knew their name, but we're looking for my grandma. Didn't realize she had passed away or whatever, and they would go downstairs. There'd be nobody there. Yeah, I can't explain it. Like I said, I know that house made me feel uncomfortable. My dad said that house made him feel uncomfortable. So I have no way to really explain why. But there's also another instance, which I want to leave towards the end, which has the audio clip that I've talked about, just because it happens to deal with my uncle who was handicapped that also lived at that house. But we'll we'll wait till towards the end to tell that one, because that one still creeps me out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have, other than, like, UFOs and ghosts, do you have any other, like, weird tales? Because I have one. I mean, I had something weird that happened here, uh, but I almost feel like (laughs) I can relate to it as UFOs, but maybe not time traveling, too? I don't know. In the year 2174... Uh, yeah, they say you want to go ahead and tell that tale first. <laughs> yeah, and sure. This is the one that maybe people have heard on a previous episode, but just yeah, to get them all together in one place. Yeah, hopefully I can recall all of it. I yeah. think I butchered it on that, uh, that other one, but yeah, it was on a previous episode. Yeah, I can't even remember what well, episode it was. If you, I, I'm sure Matt will find out. And if you go to episode episode 11, the Roswell UFO incident part one that he just put in there. <laughs> <laughs> if he put in there. Uh, if okay. he did, yeah. So it was just a long blank pause in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's see. Because I know we, I think it got brought up because we were talking about Pokemon Go, and that's what you were like, oh, yeah, that was I in have there. a tail. <laughs> um, so I was living in the house I'm living in now, and I've only been here, well, now I've been here. What about a year? Oh, a year, about a year and a half, yeah. almost. Uh, but at the time we first talked about this, it was about a year. Yeah. So this is fairly recent. Um, it was probably a few months in, maybe four, and we're sleeping, me and my wife. Uh, I go to, well, actually, at first it was me sleeping because I go to bed a lot earlier than her for, you know, God, do you people sleep? For work. <laughs> yeah. Fucking weird. It's a bad habit. <laughs> uh, but I remember falling into this dream state, and I was in a room, well, what at least I thought was a room, but it was just kind of like white kind of clouded almost like um frosted glass if you will but i couldn't tell it was in frosted glass it just yeah. felt like this you know frosted glass realm this world and there were these really really faint dark uh humanoid entities kind of slowly almost like they were running in, in slow motion if i'm remembering correctly i feel like i should be put underneath hip, hypnosis here figured this out oh man maybe, that, maybe that's what you that should regression do. hypnosis yeah yeah um a fucking betty and barney hill situation here but uh i say humanoid and i think there were probably were humans because it sounded like people yelling some maybe sound like they were screaming uh others kind of sound like they were just subtly yelling but i could never really make out what they were saying i thought i heard things like maybe they're here or Oh, it's coming. Okay. So you're in the fucking TV from a. Oh, fuck. What was it? Um, oh, wow. Why the movie just escaped me? Uh, I'm trying to think, too. I can't think of it. Fuck. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to wait and figure this out. Hey, he died. You can't do that. What movie is that? Pulp 
told you guys. Mm-hmm. Fuck. That's what I, I thought you were to, talking I didn't about. I have to Google it. Like, I opened up Google and I was just Same. like, fuck, I'm stupid. I was going to say yeah. the entire time I was thinking poltergeist, well, but I'm like, I'm well, not going to say it. I'm going to make Josh figure well, this yeah, out. Yeah, well, like, because <laughs> I was going to make the joke because I was like, oh, you heard, you know, they're here. So you're, you're the one inside talking to fucking Carol Ann Ooh, telling her to fucking be. come into the fucking TV. But like I said, I couldn't really tell that was it. Almost, almost sounded like if it was they're here. So I was hearing myself say it because I know if I say they're here, right there, they're here. That's how I hear it. So if I heard like a mm-hmm, like I would almost assume that was what yeah. they were saying, kind of feel. But there was this also this low rumbling bass noise, uh, kind of rhythmic, like a boom, 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 something like that. Yeah, and I remember finally just waking up for no reason and i was like real hot real sweaty and whatnot and of course wasn't dreaming anymore i was just kind of like looking around blinking my eyes wondering what the hell that was but as i was coming to that low rumble noise i swear was still there but slowly dissipating until no more and of course then i was like you know did my water heater just do something weird like obviously i at that point i felt it was real so i was like what the hell could have made that noise so I go to get my phone to see what time it is. Maybe I got to get up for work at this point. Cassandra is sleeping and I get on my phone and well, I pick up my phone and it's just off and I'm sitting there, I'm holding the power button and it's not coming on. I'm just like, okay. So I get up and I go over to Cassandra's phone and I look and it says that it's, I think it said one o'clock. So I was like relieved. Yeah. I was relieved because I was like, cool, I can sleep some more. Because who isn't relieved when you wake up and you have time Absolutely. to still right. sleep? Especially a couple hours. Exactly. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. So I go into the restroom and I uh, am pissing and trying to turn my phone on because I can multitask. And finally, <laughs> <laughs> finally, it came back on. And it's lighting up pink, doing its T-Mobile jingle and shit like that. Well, when it comes back on, it says that I was in Tucson, Arizona says that it's 10 o'clock. All of a sudden, I start receiving all these notifications. One, from the phone being off, but also notifications that uh, deal with, for instance, Pokemon Go, because Pokemon Go has a thing called Adventure Sync to it, in case anyone didn't know, where it can track progress when you're not in the app. Yeah. Granted, my phone was off, or at least what I think is quote-unquote off, but it said it... it, it uh, tracked progress and so what that is is at least in uh pokemon go's world you can walk eggs off you can put an egg in an incubator and they'll have it in certain kilometers maybe you know five ten seven whatever mm-hmm. and uh you just literally walk it with your within your pocket hand whatever and you'll slowly walk this off well when i turned that app on because i wanted to get rid of all these notifications i uh was hatching all my eggs which you can hold 10 at a time and i mean i had Plenty that were from uh, two to ten kilometers at that point, and plus you can also walk with whatever Pokemon as your buddy, and uh, it has a certain marker, maybe say five kilometers, and you get a candy for it. Yeah. And I remember I was I always walked the ones that required a lot of candy, so I didn't have to worry about it. I just put that Pokemon as my buddy and just walk with it until I feel like I'm done. I don't have to keep tabs on it too much. Yeah. And uh, so every five kilometers, you get one candy. You need a lot of candy for certain Pokemon to evolve. But I didn't get to its goal, uh, but I had like 95 plus candy than I did. So 95 times five, I mean, what is that? 450, shit, 475 or so kilometers that I must have somehow traversed, which 
obviously, let's say I was in Tucson, Arizona, that doesn't match at all. Yeah, and I mean, it followed like a GPS tracker. It does yeah, follow a GPS tracker. Yes, it does. Um, so, well, my uh, my phone does. Yeah, yeah, that's so, what I meant. Yeah, like exactly. With Pokemon so, Go, that's how they track the distance. Yeah, because I had it on like auto locate, I believe, whatever weather app I have or so is. And, and to give you guys a little bit of, I mean, obviously, if you've been listening, you realize that we're in Ohio. Arizona's not very close. No, it's not. Yeah, just <laughs> and jostle it mean, on over to there. Yeah, I mean, it even told me like the weather. It told me like traffic data and shit for the time there at ten o'clock at That's night. Fucking weird. That's the thing. Your time zone changed too. Yeah, to the to the proper. Well, you know, I think Tucson's on Pacific time. So yeah, I'm pretty I sure think it, it is. I think it is. So that'd be the right time zone as well. Or I mean, at least I was in like <laughs> quote unquote. I was in an area that was considered Tucson, but maybe a sure. little out of its way. But still. But yeah, I have no idea. And of course, once I figured all that out, I just, you know, once I did the notifications, I thought, what the fuck's going on? So I was like, is it 10? What is happening? But I turned my phone back off, turned it back on, and lo and behold, it was like, at that point, 110 or something like that. But my phone had reset and went back to normal. Yeah, but I wonder how that happens. Like, just combined like that. I've never had that. that. Just like that with the dream itself, like it's just like a weird coincidence. That was weird, so weird as fuck. And I I never have, well, I mean, I have like the typical problems with phones, like it gets slower, maybe, yeah. and shit like that, because the phone's getting old. The, the um, plant but, obsolescence, yeah. Exactly. But stuff like that, I'd never had. The only other thing I've ever had was around, what was it, like last year uh like october mid-october or something like that people on like t-mobile service all of a sudden started getting text from oh, on yeah, valentine's yeah, day yeah. that year or something yeah. like something weird because i got it's a text like a from, weird delay yeah. i got a text from brandon at like four in the morning and i text him back and he's like the fuck you talking about and then i, I sent him a screenshot like you just sent me this he goes no i didn't you know what that explains because i got a text from a friend that was happening when I was in uh, Maryland for like a, one of the cons. Yeah. And it falls right around Valentine's Day because I got a text from her and I was, it was like fucking like four, like five months later. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I sent her, I did the same thing. I sent her the screenshot and she goes, I remember sending that like fucking like months ago when we were at the con. I was like, all right, well, that's weird. Yeah, but see, that... <laughs> you, that makes sense. Yeah, that you can go online, and they stayed right there. Yeah, T-Mobile had some weird hiccup, or or maybe, like, I don't know, maybe it was multiple carriers. I can't remember. I just looked at T-Mobile. But uh, didn't find anything about that, about what just happened, so, you know, in Tucson, Arizona. Sp- speaking of weird... Why te- dare? ...technological occurrences. Yeah. I have something that happens to me randomly and it's probably just some corrupted th- like file being sent to me or something like that from somebody or just a text not you know whatever the hell may be happening but randomly one to two times a year it's it's completely random too it's not like at, on the same day every year yeah, or something yeah. and sometimes i'll get a few of these within a couple months and then i won't get any for the rest of the year but always one two three of these a year i will get a text alert and it will say unknown and it will say in the text field, like unknown message or something like that. It's so weird here. I'll, I'll, I'll get it out real quick. I'll show you oh shit. He about. saved it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I don't delete my stuff. So let me show you this. Is, this is so fucking weird. Here you go. Mind if I, yeah, go ahead. Okay. from unknown text message, message, not found message. Not I just, found. And say, look message at the, look found. at the dates on those. May fifth, May one, then right at May sixth, and then November eighth. 
yeah. in December. Super weird. It's probably just some corrupted file. Huh. It's probably... got, they got one not too long ago, like about a month ago. Yeah, that's what reminded me of it. But it's... It, hmm. yeah. Now, do you think that's like the same contact, if you will? Or do you think I your am... phone just takes unknown and puts all unknown I, messages? It's more likely one? that. It's probably yeah. something, some sort of corrupted yeah. file. But that's still, still Every weird. time I see it, though, I always... Uh, take a screenshot. I'll send it to one of my buddies, and I'll be like, "They're on to me." <laughs> That's so <laughs> They're gonna weird. Come for me now. Yeah, um, Josh, you got another one for us. Yeah, I mean, I I, I have a couple like weird experiences, like sh- like seeing shadow people out of like corner of my eyes. Um, I know my dad. Um, when, in the apartment we grew up in, uh, in town, we uh, he'd constantly see shadow people walk by. To one of the points, he, I remember when I was younger, he was cooking, and he thought he saw something like walk by. Uh, the doorway and he thought it was me mm-hmm. but then he realizes like you know because this is when i was younger and shorter but not much is shorter. possible yeah ha, <laughs> shut up. but uh he was just like it, he was like that was a taller person so like he had actually thought that like somebody had broken in the, into the apartment josh did you buy stilts <laughs> no dad i just got platform shoes <laughs> i won't be like gene simmons Oh, God. But uh, I remember because at one point he comes walking into the living room and I'm sitting on the uh, couch watching TV. And I was like, what's going on? And he goes, I swear to God, I just saw somebody. And then he like, I like I stand up to kind of see what the fuck's going on. And he's going through the house, looking under the beds, going through the closets, like checking in the bathroom behind the shower curtain because he thought he saw somebody. And then um, I would always have like my chair playing games, like yeah. my TV being uh, right on against the wall like where the door was and i would always have the chair kind of like somewhat close to the tv and out of the corner of my eye i could see like the hallway i would always close my door for most of the way just because i didn't like seeing that out of my peripheral but a lot of times my cat would come in and pretty much be an asshole and push the door open and i just would wouldn't bother closing it all the way i constantly see fucking shadows like walking past the door and all that just the point to where, like, I just get used to it, just talk to him. You know, I remember one point, like, playing a game and seeing him, like, yeah, I see you, fuck off. <laughs> that, that just reminded me of certain things that would happen in my home when I was younger, especially when my parents would be sleeping in, so none of them would be awake before I would be. Yeah. Or like, on a weekend. But I, I always closed my door at night, and it wasn't because I was scared of anything, but it's just mainly because I was the person at least when I was younger, to sleep with no sound and no light. Yeah. And I would wake up and find that my door had been open slightly, even when my parents would not have been up yet. Granted, yeah. maybe the doors, hint, or not hinge, but the, the lock just slipped. Yeah. Or maybe my oh, yeah. dad did check it at 4 o'clock when he went to go pee. But I was always like, well, I don't like that. I don't <laughs> like that at all. But yeah, I think other than like, the small like little occurrences, I know uh, I had another instance with Rebecca, uh, an old, old friend of ours, um, we, we used to go hiking all the fucking time and a lot of times she'd bring her dogs, the little fucking chihuahuas. Oh yeah. I love those dogs. But, um, you know, she would bring them along and a lot of times she'd walk them until they got tired and they were so fucking small. She just had a little back, like backpack that she would like have them in. They had like the little, uh, windows and all that. Oh dude, it's awesome. I loved it so much. But, uh, we were walking and we were like three miles into this trail. Cause like, we were just like, let's just walk until we get tired and just say, fuck it and turn around. And we hit this part of a trail where it kind of goes down this hill and then it kind of like goes back up. And I remember like we're walking and kind of like take a little turn around this tree, head down the hill, and I hear movement at the top of the hill. And 
me because I'm kind of a paranoid person being this far into the woods. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I, don't, I hate passing people because I don't trust people. Oh, fuck no. Especially when you're out walking out that far and mm-hmm. then also having a female with you. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't trust Rebecca. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I had had a pocket knife, so I was just like, you know, I'll just keep it in my hand, like, folded up just in case because I was like, you know, we're going to walk by a person. And I remember uh, we, you know... Because out of the corner of my eye, because like the best way I can explain it, have you ever seen anything out of the corner of your eye and your brain just immediately like goes, oh, you know, that's whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like this was clearly like I looked up the hill and I saw something pass by one of the trees and in my head immediately was like, that's what clicked. Like, okay, we're going to pass somebody because I upright looked like a person walking across the hill. So we start walking up the rest of the path up the hill. And we make it to the top, and I kind of pause, and I'm like, we didn't pass anybody. That's kind of weird. And Rebecca was like, yeah. She's like, I figured we would have passed the person because she also experienced what I did. So we're kind of standing there and standing there trying to, like, see if we could see anybody because the trail at the top, there was kind of like a straight path. So if somebody, like, turned around and was walking, you'd see them. So unless somebody, like, got off the trail and, like, went off, which is highly possible... Like it, it, in my head, it didn't look like a deer, just because of how upright it was. I don't know what yeah. it was, but it wasn't until like four months later when like the uh, quote unquote like Bigfoot sighting started happening. Yeah, in that area, and um, Shit. every God, like because I don't want to give away locations, really. Yeah, of course. But like every um, sighting in that county here in Ohio. It comes from around that lake area. Oh, yeah. It's an excellent source of water. It is. And I've always joked. I'm like, man, if there's a Bigfoot around this area, it would totally be there. Do you remember around this area, around where we grew up? Uh, Might have been last year, but there was like a missing plane or a plane kind of crash or something like that. Or like a jet or something. And then no. like. But yeah. Um, But just to finish off my story, like I don't want to say that what I saw was a Sasquatch, but it was just. Could have been a bear. It could have been. Could have been like a black bear. It could have been. I mean, that I would have been super excited rare. to see a black bear in Ohio. Yeah, they're very rare here, but but yeah, it was just the fact that like both of us experienced what we thought was going to be a person coming down the trail towards us. Yeah, to the point to where, like I said, I got nervous because I'm like, okay, you know, passing a person this far into the woods, blah blah blah. As would I. And just, it, just super fucking weird. Yeah, I unfortunately have never had a cryptid sighting. I really wish I would have, but nothing has stood out to me as like Bigfoot. No. If you consider aliens, cryptids, and maybe, sure. I mean, I've, I've gone uh, to Point Pleasant plenty of times. Uh, I went to the Flatwoods Museum, which is cool, but yeah. yeah. I've never seen a cryptid, but I really wish I did. But yeah, wasn't there something around when we grew up, like last year, summer last year? I, I know you shared a post about it, Josh, but I thought... And I, because that makes it even more awkward. God damn, is my memory this fucking bad? Well, I can't... I want to say, like, a people on a certain road saw what looked like a plane was going down or something like that. Or some sort of, you know, aeronautical vehicle going down, maybe even towards, like, the, you know, the body of water. And I think they dispatched, like, the... Coast Guard that was nearby, so to go look for it. Yeah, I I have no idea, but I mean, I've tried to forget the last few years of my life. So no, well, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> if you, uh, I mean, I guess if we don't have really any other like 
spooky stories. We could start sharing our uh, the last ones that we've been kind of hinting at. The ones with evidence. Yeah. The ones with, <clears throat> the audio. with evidence. Very, very interesting evidence to yeah. say the least. So, um, as I alluded to, um, when I was talking to uh, about my grandma's house on my mom's side, I had an uncle who was handicapped, and I forget exactly what handicapped he had, but he was bedridden. Uh, you know, he could never move on his own. He communicated with like whines and moans and shit like that. I forget exactly what he had, but um, so like all of my life, I've gotten so used to just hearing my uncle make like these like moans and cries, and you could always kind of tell like. They had like personalities, like yeah, you could tell when he was like happy or just like because yeah. he was very smiley. Yeah, like mm, be kind of like curious or like <coughs> be in pain. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Not to really make a joking matter out of any of that. So before my grandma had passed away, he ended up passing away, and it was like the whole like since like apparently like because my sister was living in the house at the time when he passed. Or no, my mom was, and uh, she my sister had moved in like very very soon after to help my mom keep the house. And they said that, like, the house kind of had, like, a very weird feeling. Mm -hmm. His bed would always be up against this closet that they ended up just not using. And once they moved the bed, there were footprints in the dust in that closet. That's so wild. That's so, what's weird. And that, after that, ugh. that is when they started experiencing more weirdness going on in this house and like i said this was before my grandma had passed away so this was kind of before um you know the whistling started and all this so like they started hearing like random bumps and noises and my sister she'd always been kind of like interested in the paranormal so she had used uh the echo box which you know we've talked about before where it blasts through different radio frequencies yep. and you play it back sometimes you can hear sounds sometimes you'll hear words and shit like that so yeah, she sends me this around 4 p.m. And she's like, bro, are you alive? I have something I want you to hear and you may wig out. Of bro, course, are you alive? Well, I was working the uh, third shift, so she figured I would probably be sleeping or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. And like my sister would never like send me messages like this because like that's what kind of caught me off guard. I'm like, what mm. did she yeah. capture? Uh-huh. So she sends me this video and it's only like 10 seconds long. And then she adds, I've been doing an echo box session here and caught this. At the end of the video, and she was like, tell me what you hear. So I'm going to play the audio. And yeah, we'll, I, we'll patch in the yeah. audio in here. And like I said, remember when I talked about my uncle communicating through, like, cries and moans and just, like, those kind it, it of noises. nonverbal, basically, yeah. yeah. So I will say the first part's going to be a little loud because echo boxes are fucking annoying and I hate them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So wild. Like, just, and like, she sends me that, and I'm like, that's Nate. And she goes, yeah. I have no videos or anything playing from, you know, old videos. I'm like, yeah. I mean, it does sound like an Echo Box. <laughs> exactly. It, it for sure that, does. And like, that's what really threw me off because I was like, how? Because like, immediately I even played that for my dad, didn't explain it to him at all. And I was like, what does it sound like? And he even went, oh, it sounds like Nathaniel. I was like, yeah, that's exactly what that is. And then my sister explains the whole, like, you know, been sitting here doing the second box because uh, yeah. I've been hearing shit. And she's like, yeah, I captured this. 
Now, to be quite honest, when you when you hear that uh, moan, what personality does that one have? That's his happy cries. Those like ah, like the oh, higher yeah? pitch. Those are the kind of noises he would always make when he would be laying there and have like this big smile on his face because uh, he God, it kind of ruined this movie for me because my grandma would have it on all the fucking time. It was Five Goes West. It was like one yeah. of it was an old cartoon about like this mouse that I forget exactly what happens, but like this mouse like goes to like America or whatever. It's kind of yeah. like uh, escaping Germany and all this yeah. shit. But it was like his favorite movie. He would always be like super happy. So my grandma would constantly have that movie on to the point to where like she, she would like set him in front of the TV, turn it on to me and my sister like, fuck, again, God. <laughs> but like those are the kind of noises he would make. And that's like when she first sent me that, like I actually like started tearing up just because yeah. I was like, holy shit, it's yeah. Nate. That's, Man, so, that's, that's fucking so unreal. Incre- that's incredible. <laughs> and like, that's like one of the only like audio or just evident pieces that I have other than, well, it's not evidence, but like when I went to Gettysburg and smelt the, the wood smoke or but whatever. It's something yeah. you can really share yeah. for everybody else to hear too. And everybody I've ever played that to, like everybody can hear that distinct like yeah. moan and cry back. Yeah. I mean, to me, it sounds kind of like a human moan. Yeah, and like even like I like hearing it through the speakers, you can even hear it a little bit clearer too. Yeah, I mean, it's it, thankfully it's it's a oddly a comfort comforting. Yeah, sound. it really is. Really, man. So that's that's. I don't know. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like no matter how many times I play it, every time I hear it, I still get uh, goosebumps. Well, that's that's definitely like one side. Of the uh, EVP spectrum right there. Yeah, right. Matt kind of has the other side. It's something really kind of comforting f- for you. And then what, what Matt has might be one of the most uh, discomforting things I've ever heard in my life. And okay. I've, I think I've alluded to it. I think we've talked very lightly in the past about it on a couple episodes here and there. Yeah, I think yeah. I don't think we ever went to detail about this. Uh, but, I mean, this is your story and... Yeah, no this matter, is, like, let's put it this way. No matter what it is, it's terrifying. It's still creepy sounding. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's kind of terrifying. And so this is, I would, I want to say. Yeah, go ahead. This is one of the most, for me, convincing pieces of evidence of, like, paranormal phenomena, what, what you have, what you have here. Because I believe you. I know you're not a teller of tall tales. And you ah, never really worked. have been. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was going to say, or, wow. Or you've, or you've convincingly <laughs> bullshitted me. And been lying to me every time I asked you if this is real or not. But I, I mean, I believe you at this point. So I believe I myself. To say that. So go ahead, man. Well, I'm going to give a little bit of a, a background here. So these EVPs um, are with me and two friends, Sarah and Chelsea. So I'm not exactly sure when it started, but Sarah and Chelsea and I started hanging out. And then we hung out with a couple other friends like Amanda and Ashley. Yeah. And, uh, we all liked the paranormal stuff. Uh, I think we all went to um, to where we grew up, a neighboring town cemetery, to look for stuff. Yeah, um, you know, EVPs and such, capture stuff on camcorders and whatnot. Uh, we went to an abandoned, really run down house in our hometown where we grew up, and did the same thing there. Um, I, along with Sarah and Chelsea, never caught anything. Other than this, and one other time that was kind of odd that I will briefly mention, but none of us, to the best of my knowledge, and I'll firmly plant my foot, no, 
we didn't bullshit about this stuff. Yeah. No reason to. We knew other people that had did or had uh, bullshitted us once we did like Ouija sessions and shit like that. Uh, so yeah. we kind of tried to fade them out and not necessarily not. You didn't, want the you didn't want the bullshit. Well, yeah, you didn't yeah. want the bullshit. You know, this stuff really interested us. Yeah, uh, they're the ones that actually showed me ghost adventures, and uh, I remember the one episode that like bricks were thrown, which I think really got them. Oh yeah, got the, them going. Like the infamous which, episode, I mean, man. Even though that ended up being faked, but uh, go on. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, we love this stuff, and we would maybe uh, mainly do Ouija sessions. You know, sure, some people might be kind of, uh, it's kind yeah. of controversial. A little uncomfortable. Yeah. A little uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. But un we didn't think anything of it. And this isn't one of the times you use the pizza box as a board, yeah. right? Well, Papa John's no. not going to call you up and be like, <laughs> your fucking pizza we, slice We expressly have in the fine prints on the box, because, you know, they put like a million words on the Papa John's box, like, go, fresh cook. It says, do not use lid as Ouija board. It's <laughs> I, I just got Papa John's last night, and I saw it myself. <laughs> I'm glad you called it Ouija board, though, since apparently that's how it's technically pronounced. Oh, Ouija board. Oh, I, I, or unless you just spoke it really fast. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Um, fast I, guess, right there. I guess I did a good job. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything no, about them. This isn't one of the times where we did that, uh, but I will say... That time we did some weird things that happened, but when we were with those other people, that's where most of the stuff happened. And we yeah, were kind of like, like, you hone in on it at some point, like, man, we're gonna fade. I, I don't we're get gonna it. see if you're part, if you're the phenomena, or yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're well, I mean, that's kind of troubleshooting, right? You're trying exactly. to figure out the source of things. And it's like, oh, whenever we're with you guys, we always get something that's kind of sus. Yep, red's looking sus. <laughs> so we tried to weed them out and just do our own thing. And we never went to any, like, actual haunted places. I mean, unless someone had died in one of our houses that we had no idea about. We, you know, we never went to a, a local cemetery. People were like, oh, yeah, this is the most haunted fucking place on earth. We never did shit like that. We just did it, the well, Ouija sessions, wherever we could. And, and, and the house that you guys did this particular session, and that was like a new development. Like, that, that was like a new house. That development yeah. was pretty uh, damn new. Yeah, I don't think it was old at all. Um, like I said, there was no history of anyone dying or anything about it. Yeah, whose house was this? Uh, Chelsea's. Okay. Uh, we did do it in, in Sarah's, and I, I don't think anything happened. Uh, the thing I wanted to briefly touch, which I'll just go ahead and do it now, we did do it at my house a couple of times, and there was one time where... My parents, well, yeah, they were upstairs, went to the basement, and we started doing it, and I swear I heard footsteps upstairs. Oh, yeah, and I remember there's, like, you could definitely, like, if you're in your basement, you can hear oh, somebody my, walking my above. My house, not terribly old, but God damn it, it creaked, no oh, matter yeah. where you stepped. But we heard footsteps, and I mean, it sounded like a dun, 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 footsteps. And so I'm like, the hell was that? So, of course, I was like, hold on a second. I got to check this out. And I got to just make sure, you know, go upstairs. Like, Mom, do you just walk from the hallway to the kitchen to cook some or whatever? It's just pitch black up there. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so I'm looking around the house, and I don't see them. I, I opened the back door. I remember calling their names, my parents' names, and they didn't answer. So I just called them. like, where are you guys? I'm like, oh, we went up to Gold Star to eat. I'm like, Okay. First off, thanks for the invite. Yeah. So I didn't want like eight cheese conies either. Ooh. That's your standard order, right? About uh, no, the whole, the whole crate. The whole crate. You get the cookie crate. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't eat them one at a time either. He rips the end off the box and like yeah. he opens his gullet and just go, 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 go. Yeah, like, like Scooby, Scooby Doo. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Shaggy. Where we brought we full circle. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was weird. But that was the only thing that ever happened. Couldn't explain. I was like, oh, whatever. That's funky, man. Um, but no. So 
this whole main event was at Chelsea's basement. And like I said, we have no idea of anything that happened. Uh, we would go downstairs, and what we would do is I was always one part of the Ouija board. And so Sarah and Chelsea would take turns whenever we did sessions, no matter where we were at. But the uh, we would give our phones uh, as like audio recorders. Yeah. And they would be sitting out just amongst the room. And then whoever was up walking around, they would use their phone as a camera and just start taking pictures. That's all it would do. And sometimes we just kind of went you know, right into it, asking who was here. If there was anyone here, could you make a sound? Could you do a, make a sign? Uh, what's your name? But as far as I can remember, out of all the sessions we ever did, the Ouija board never moved. Never fucking moved. Unless it was with those quote-unquote other people. Yeah. But it never moved. And there was one time where we were at Chelsea's house here, and we decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to try and summon something. <laughs> You know, as all good horror movies start out. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah, and what do you summon mainly? Jesus. Demons. <laughs> so we found this ritual, because a lot of them were like, oh, yeah, well, get some incense here and some candles here and, like, do this whole charade. Yeah. And we're like, no. And then one's like, oh, yeah, kill a goat, lay it on the floor. And we're like, no. And then one will be like, I don't know, take a piece of paper and tear it up. I'm like, oh, well, I can do that. That's easy enough. Uh, but thankfully, we found this ritual for the demon Belthazar. Mm -hmm. And who knows? He might be with me now. Uh, but it didn't require <laughs> it didn't require any ritual at all. So we're like, simple, cool, let's do it. So we say the prayer, or prayer. We say the uh, the ritual, which I can't remember what the hell it was. I'd rather you not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd rather you not. And... Yeah, it's 2020 tomorrow. It's Friday the 13th. Yeah, let's not let's fuck not with that. Let's not tempt yeah. and we And we go about it. And actually, this the whole clip I have is maybe eight or nine minutes. And the very first piece happens right when the clip starts. And then the uh, other EVP happens at about six and a half minutes. But we didn't start right when the audio started. So this whole session was only maybe six minutes. Sure. Maybe yeah. five and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah. We never did for very long. So we uh, we said it, asked the questions, got absolutely nothing. And then when I say... You know, goodbye, and you can hear the planchette actually move across the board towards goodbye. Because apparently, when you do a Ouija session, if you don't do that, if you just say goodbye and leave it, or you, you don't say goodbye your at all, <laughs> yeah, if you somehow actually opened a portal, oh, yeah. always in the session, uh, things can still come through whether they're invited or not. So it's always safe to move to goodbye. Uh, so, like I said, didn't think anything of it. We always took. Because another reason why we didn't want to do too long of a session is because we always wanted to go back upstairs, like put it into the computer and listen to it. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. listen to an hour and a half. I want to listen to six minutes. Make it manageable, yeah. So at the very end where I say goodbye and slide the planchet over to goodbye and then a couple seconds go by, you hear this EVP. <laughs> oh, man. This EVP where Chelsea was sitting at her computer desk, Sarah was sitting on the bed, and I was sitting on the floor, and we all just literally stood up and our mouths dropped to the floor because we Ugh. none of us heard it so you're gonna play the uh, first little evp that you caught i will okay um none of us knew what the hell just happened because you can hear it clear as day and like i said i don't tamper with anything yeah i mean i don't tamper with anything even if it's not paranormal i just don't do that i don't see a reason to it's not that fun to me he says as he's going to sit down later and edit this podcast you call that tampering 
Yeah. It's a form. It's a form. <laughs> it's a form. <laughs> um, so there was that. And of course, we discussed this for days, maybe weeks afterwards, trying to figure out what it was. But in that time is then we found out that there was something else in that recording. <sighs> and in the very, very beginning, like I mentioned earlier, you hear this little like whisper is all it is. Now, I do have, you know, maybe it was somebody up close to one of the recorders. Uh, that's a possibility, but I'm going to say 99% of me thinks, no, it wasn't them because there's no reason to. Well, and even with, with whisperings, you can kind of distinguish people's voices. Mm -hmm. And I mean, knowing them, even when I heard it, uh, like back in high school when we first heard this, like I was like, it doesn't sound like anybody. And no. it's so quiet. Like at that time, like too, with how quiet it is, it would be super hard to like whisper that quiet and make sure it gets picked up on the recorder too. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, it sounds like it's right up on a recorder. The second one sounds like it's kind of farther off. Um, but it's all the same recording. So it all came from one phone. But yeah, so I'll just get a little a preface here for the EVP. The first one I'll play is just kind of a few seconds long. Uh, what you'll hear is what sounds like somebody fidgeting with a phone, like either setting it up or, you know, fucking with it themselves to start recording. You'll hear me in the background make some really incredible moans. And <laughs> no, I'm not fornicating or doing anything. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, st I'm stupid back then, just like I'm stupid now. Yeah, you um, haven't changed much. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it'll be like I said, a few seconds, but you will definitely hear what sounds just like a nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I like, I definitely hear a specific two words said, but I won't say it until after we play it the first time. All right, here it goes. <laughs> Yeah. Gotta leave those moans in there. So I hear little red. Now, see, part of me thinks because that's what I thought I heard to begin with, and when I look up anything about little red, I find nothing online. Except little red riding hood. And <laughs> and I hope me telling you guys little red doesn't give you the effect Primus, like yeah. yeah that you just hear little red well that was what i heard the first time we even you even played that for me before you even told me what you thought it said um i'm but, gonna play it again just one more time yeah, thank here you. <laughs> 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 fucking <laughs> that like, that's the EVP. Uh, <laughs> fucking, it's like the most stereotypical like zombies in the middle I of like know, right? like old school like 1960s movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just right down the beginning, first couple seconds sounds like little red. Right there. Little Richard. And I <laughs> <laughs> Man, if I heard one more syllable on that and it was like little Richard, I would <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so funny. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the first one that we found second that came afterwards. Because like, wait a minute, there's another one here that we don't know what the hell it's from. Now, to get to the uh, the big boy, let me just scan here to like six minutes and f sirens outside. Spooky. I'm sorry, I just looked up like. I just Googled Balthazar demon just to see. Yeah. I totally forgot what they look like because that demon appears in Buffy. Oh. Man. 
looks right at me <laughs> like it's uncanny. This so, explains so this much. This explains everything. <laughs> so Balthazar is 7,000 pounds. Yep. He's a, he's a big chungus. <laughs> and so I can relate. That's funny as shit. Oh, God. I'm glad that's there. <laughs> Motherfucker. God. Man, everything just makes sense. You know you sealed your own fate, right? I'll do it this time. Yeah. Synchronicities. Synchronicities. I'm glad I Googled that. Sorry. Yeah, I'm okay, not. Go ahead, Matt. So the next part, <laughs> um, it'd be kind of a little bit of a silence, and then you'll hear me say goodbye. You'll hear the planchette <sighs> move, and then you hear a whisper. And I'm not even going to tell you what the word sounds like because, I mean, you can kind of tell yourself. Goodbye. None of us remember that. And, I mean, if I was to say that, I'm sure I'd laugh at it make my own jokes. I'm sure if Sarah or Chelsea were to say that, I would laugh and make my own jokes. Uh, play it one more time. Goodbye. Yeah, it's super weird. <sighs> I feel like I should be possessed now. And everyone hearing this will be possessed too. I'm just doing Balthazar's bidding. Good. So yeah, if you didn't know, it sounds like the name Balthazar. Yeah, that's that, that's what I hear. I mean, I I almost feel like you can't mistake in it. Uh, but it is something that I've had with me now ever since, shit, I don't know, it's been maybe 10 or so years, 10 plus yeah. years. Yeah. And uh, I have no explanation for it. I keep this in my back pocket. I was going to say, I mean, you've been telling us this story for 10 years. and Yeah, and I keep asking you over and over. I'm like, you made that up, right? Like, that was one of you guys. You guys oh, yeah, because I, mean, I yeah. remember when I first heard it, I immediately was like, oh, like, okay. That was that, yeah, I was like, yeah. that was one of you fuckers. To me, I feel like it has to be. I feel like one of us had to have said it, but said it, but I... But the fact that you guys have the memory of of all your ears kind of perking up when it happened, you know what I mean? That's that, yeah. They'll know when it happened, like when yeah. you heard it the first time. Yeah, I mean, I, right now, I can remember the layout of the whole basement. I can remember where we sat. I, re- I can remember the color. I know there's columns, the washing and washer and dryer down there. Bikes are down there. We're down there. There's a little window. I mean, I can remember it all, really. So I feel like, you know, why couldn't I remember if it was actually one of us or not? But yeah, it's, I don't know, it's an incredible piece to me that I have absolutely no explanation for and it totally beats you know, the, the black cat that came from the dead <laughs> and uh yeah snow plow trucks and shit like that <laughs> jesus christ brady yeah, all right over there <laughs> getting assaulted uh but yeah that's um oh god it's about to die that's, joke about that. <laughs> that's the final piece for me i haven't Ugh. touched a ouija board or ouija board since yeah I've, i wouldn't uh <laughs> you know Toys R Us isn't in business anymore, really. So yeah, I can't go buy one now. Yeah, that's but you where always I got order the pizza. I say, I mean, you can go to an oddity. <laughs> you can go to any of the oddity shops and get it. God damn it, Brady! It literally just dawned on me. Like for a half second, I was like, "What?" Brady's <laughs> like, "Yeah, but you can always order a pizza." <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, we're never gonna let you live that down. No. You guys are mean. Using a fucking okay. slice of pizza as a planchette. So my I'll, advice, I put in my resignation. You know, I want to bring everything full circle. Uh, my advice, based on the very first story I told, where uh, my fiance's brother uh, splashed holy water on uh, her phone and it worked again. I suggest whatever audio device you just listen to this on, you go get some holy water and splash it on it. That's a good Ooh. idea. That's a oh, good man. idea. We, to- uh, we totally started this with like Dio's Heaven and Hell. 
Started it with heaven, ended it in hell. Oh my! Actually, God. it was a Black Sabbath song. Oh fuck, it was. But it but was Dio. Yeah, it was when Dio was fronting him. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. It's a very good album. Yeah, good job, good job, good there, job Josh. Josh. The Mob, Wait, Mob Rules is a better album. I'm just gonna hell. say that song, dude. That fucking kicks. Anyway, Mob Rules. That's it. All I have for stories. Yeah, yeah. So there really you go. Have yeah. any like anything at least that's not super substantial? At least not that I've already talked about before. Um, I mean, like I've already mentioned, like the the Gettysburg incident a couple times. I don't feel like it's necessary to say. I, I think they call that the Battle of Gettysburg, the Gettysburg incident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I meant like my incident in Gettysburg. Mm, that I, makes more sense. I remember my dad um, coming home one day. And talking about how a guy came in to work. He was an auto mechanic, so he talks to many people. Yeah. And he was talking about black helicopters. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That have no identity to them. They fly silent ominously. And my dad kind of like jokes about it. I'm like, no, apparently they're real. I mean, people see them all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'll be damned if it wasn't a couple months later. <laughs> he comes in and he goes, like, dude, <laughs> I just saw a fucking black helicopter hanging over one of our, our, our neighbor's yard. He's like, it was close. Didn't hear it. Couldn't tell, you know, where it came from. You know, you can see like a, uh, uh, like a Mercy Health, yeah, or a helicopter or whatever the fuck it's called, a news helicopter like that. But yeah, he was like, oh, it was what the, the hell uh, was that? It was the Alphabet mm. Boys. It was the probably the DEA flying over looking for <laughs> weed plants. I mean, very well could have been. They do that. Yeah, they do. Oh, they do that. They'll fly around looking for. I mean, they just they just did that recently too. I oh, forget they where. They do it all the time. I forget yeah. where it was. It was on the or it was on fucking I don't know some article, some news site. But yeah, I mean. I would say for my substantial stories, that was it. <laughs> it's a grand finale. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to talk about. Yeah, these that, are man. the <laughs> kind of stories that keep us going and wanting to investigate further, you know, see if we can experience more weirdness in the world. Exactly. Keeps us interested. You know, I still want to do, uh, we talked about in the first episode, obviously this year kind of couldn't happen because of COVID, but I do, once it opens back up, I do want us to go to Waverly. Oh, yeah. And even yeah. like do an episode like, just talk and just do like a recap episode, like if we experience anything or just talk about how we felt about yeah. the episode or anything. Like oh, I that. totally agree. Or not the episode, but the building. Uh, the farthest reaches podcast at gmail.com. Email us if you know of any, I don't know, strange places or events or so around your area. Maybe even like a haunted bar that, like, oh, yeah, guess what, TFR, you can come here and investigate if you wanted to because we would love drink to... for free. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobby we... Mackey's, are you listening? There you go. Because yeah. we want, we really want to do that because when I first started this podcast, I thought, you know, something else that we could do that would be really fun is if, at least for right now, locally, we could go to these places and investigate or whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you, you know, I know my wife sent us uh, uh, a link to something, you know, close to where we're at, and we're just like, yeah. Why not? We should try that out. I think it was a ghost hunt. And maybe, yeah. who knows, we get more people in. If you guys want to join us, sure. Sure. Yeah, that'd be cool. Sure. 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 Mine. Sure. Mine. Be, sure. be mature. Stop. Sure. God. Mm. Okay, sure. Sure. You should get a mic. Sure. A shirt sure. mic? You should get that. A shirt mic? Sure. Sure? <laughs> yeah, sure. Shirt mic. Sure. 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 I'm done. Okay. Why is this still happening? All right. Let's, uh, yeah, let's. Close this out. Go home. I just I just want to end with with one last really important thing. Um, you know, Inter Papa John in, in January <laughs> warned us the day of reckoning was coming. Yes, he did. Before any of this shit happened. So I I just want everybody you know keep in keep in mind, pay attention to what Papa John 
Shatner, I think is his last name. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Pay attention to what he has to say, man, because I think he might be a time traveler. I mean, I, I see evidence that leans that way. Yeah. You know, day of reckoning. And then the one uh, owner of like one of the pizza companies died in a snorkel accident. Yeah, there's like two or three yeah. other CEOs that have died. So he's either a time traveler or a mobster. Yeah. Uh, hmm. With that, you know, I'm... ponder these <laughs> questions. Uh, send us an email. Tell us what your thoughts are on Papa John Shatner. And, I if, think he's a... and if you have more stories, tell us. Let yeah. us know if you've we'll eaten them. If you've eaten twenty pizzas in the last thir- or sorry, thirty pizzas in the last twenty days or whatever it was, send us an email. Yeah, let us know how that went. If you're yeah. dead, uh, yeah. we understand. Uh, so, <laughs> yep. yeah, I think I'm more afraid of Papa John than I am Balthazar. Uh, yeah, you know, existential threat wise, like immediate existential threat. Yeah, probably Papa yeah. John. Yeah. Rolled, Goodbye. Rolled fucking scary. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Stay scary. Bye. All right, guys. Have a great rest of your night. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And we'll. Talk to you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, everyone. We here at the Farthest Reaches want to say thank you because you, the listeners, make all of this possible. Please share our podcast with your friends, your family, or total strangers. You can find and connect with us on Facebook at the Farthest Reaches Podcast, Instagram at the Farthest Reaches, or Twitter at TFR Pod Official. There, we will be posting all sorts of strange stuff and updates for upcoming episodes and whatever else we get ourselves into. If you would like to share a personal story by chance, then you can reach us at our email, thefarthestreachespodcast at gmail. We would love to hear from you, and maybe we will even tell your story to the world. In the meantime, though, explore the elusive, Seek the knowledge of the obscure, and together we can translate this strange language of reality into something that we can understand. With that said, thanks for tuning in.